7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, radio for humans, begging the eternal question, whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash, apparently. Uh, but uh, welcome to the program. Uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hello. And uh, tell them Boris sent you, by the way. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I- I'm very excited about Halloween and the Monster Mash. And I'll explain that in a moment. And, of course, uh, Rain is taking the night off, understandably so, because of uh, just all of the ugly bullshit that is going on in D.C. right now. Um I don't want to speak for her, but she expressed that she did not feel right doing the show tonight because, uh, and, and Bobber, Bobber is here for all three hours and Bobber, you know, obviously can explain, but Bobber, thank you so much for, uh, joining us for all three hours tonight. And, uh, we, we love rain and we wish her, uh, all the best. And of course your jingle, (laughs) there you go. Thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, you know, I, I can, I, I'll do what I can to, uh, fill her, I won't say big shoes, because, you know, women can be sensitive. Here I am with a stereotype. Women can be sensitive about the size of their feet. Um, Jeepers, Bob. Yeah. You already, you already <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you, you know, Bobber, when you're digging, best throw the shovel on the side. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, no, she's, uh, yeah, she's a, uh, a I won't say a formidable presence, but she's yeah, she she's a big uh, big space to fill when she's not here. Yeah, she, I don't mean that. There I'm digging my hole again. Yeah, there you go again. Put that shovel down. <laughs> because of her personality. Yes. See, um, yeah, you know, and she she's a the she's a legend on this program, and uh, and as are you. Your your legendary status just kicked in um, at seven o'clock last uh, Friday. No, eight o'clock last Friday. That's I, I I don't forget the time frame, but you hit it. It's there. Your trophy's <laughs> on the way. So <laughs> right. <laughs> it's on uh, the slow boat from China. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so uh, we're we're going to do our best tonight to avoid the T word or the K word. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Um, we're gonna yeah, leave the about toilet paper. Are you? toilet paper maybe we could talk about toilet paper stuck on one's shoe perhaps uh i still think it was a mcdonald's receipt um uh but of course uh uh, i don't want to prohibit people from calling in and talking about it but i kind of want the show to be um 
a fun destination for tonight because everything's so ugly out there. I I, I want to keep going for as long as need be to, you know, I don't want to silence anybody's voice if they want to call in and talk about something. Uh, we're here to be, you know, for you to vent or to just talk about anything other than that shitty shit show that's going on in Washington, D.C. right now. Uh, the number to call, the phone lines are open all night, 330-536-1466. Um, make, make me think I'm not wasting money on this number. Call in. Um, because I do actually spend money on the phone number for, for all of us. Well, you guys do, because you, 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 uh, you give me money every month for, through Patreon, and thank you for that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I just thought it could be fun to talk about some, uh, well, I've seen, been, uh, watching a lot of, not a lot of TV, but, uh, one very important television show with one Bob Odenkirk in it, Better Call Saul. I'll, t- I'll talk about the, the latest season of that a little later in the program. Uh, also, uh, the follow-up to Panos Cosmatos's uh, uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, the movie Mandy. If anybody's heard of that, did you hear about that movie, Joe? Uh, it has nothing to do with uh, Barry Manilow, does it? Not a goddamn. Because if it does, okay. Because <laughs> if it did, it goes right on my shoe with all the shit. <laughs> no, no, uh, not not a Manilow fan. I, I'm I, look at that. Uh, We're, I'm I'm with you on that. No, I mean, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 had, I had a very short love. I would say love affair, but I loved when Mandy came out. I loved that song, and then we came out with Copacabana. That was like okay. <laughs> You're done with that. You can throw it away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my mom, my mom told me this story one time. She's like, "Yeah, we were in, I was in Pittsburgh at a sushi restaurant with some friends of mine, and and we looked over and it was Barry Manilow and." I went over and I was like, oh my God, is it you? And I was like, oh, come on, Mom. Now, now. <laughs> you had to do that. <laughs> so, um, you know, because me, I, you know, I, 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 for some reason, every time I meet somebody famous, I don't freak out. Even when I was younger and met famous people, you know, like in, in my teens, I met Ice T one time. And I didn't freak out. I was like, "Yeah, you're cool, Ice T. It's a pleasure to speak to you." <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't think I would have freaked out meeting Ice T either. <laughs> well, I was a big fan of him because he, he the Body Count album had come out, and he was oh, okay. a pretty cool dude. I mean, in, you know, his some of his politics were in the right place too. So, uh, I had a bit of admiration for him. But um, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to think of the earliest famous person I ever met, and I think it was him, probably. Um, but you know, then, then in my twenties, I, I've, I've met a ton of people. I've told the stories, the goofball stories about all the people I've met. Um, and, uh, and yeah, um, but I've never really met anybody famous that I really, really, really wanted to meet, you know, I guess maybe I have Stephen Wright. That was a fun thing. I met Stephen Wright before. You guys know that comedian, the real dry delivery, Stephen Wright. Remember yep. him? Yeah. So, but anywho, um, yeah. So uh, it it has been an insane, intense week 
And uh, like I said, I, I don't want to prohibit anybody from talking about anything in particular, but it would be it'd be nice just to have a little little bit of fun. Uh, something that I'll talk about throughout the course of the show as I find them is um, there is something <laughs> that I just discovered. Apparently, there's a whole Reddit um, category called uh, Choosing Beggars. And basically what it is is it's people that are asking for something and they're just total assholes about how they ask for it. <laughs> That's basically it. So so every once in a while throughout the show, I'm going to give you a, a, a choosing beggar. And um, this is, uh, let me see. Um, oh, oh, hold on. Uh, no, no, no. My apologies. Yeah, here, here's, a, here's a nice long thread. Um, oh, my God. This is insane. Okay, this is like one of the most famous ones here. Uh, it's, uh, I need a free 100-mile bus trip for 20 people. <laughs> I mean, this stuff is fucking outrageous, but listen to this. Listen to this. So, so pissed. Uh, uh, I so... ISO, ELSO, uh, transportation for uh, 20 people, people from MSP Monday morning. Uh, somebody responds, try Greyhound bus lines. Yeah, nope, cost money, next. <laughs> and then another person, well, the same person is like, so you're expecting almost 100 miles worth of free of free mass transit for 20 people from a complete stranger good luck with that and then uh then this person the person responds it's for church for a church honey just looking for help don't need the attitude next <laughs> she puts all caps next after everything that she doesn't like and then she puts still looking and somebody puts still looking question mark question mark uh, somebody offers, <laughs> I have a minivan that seats six, 20 people next. <laughs> and then the person's Wait, she like, got, she could have got six. Yeah. And then the well, person's like, start. the person says, Whoa, sorry. Next. <laughs> she put again. <laughs> and then somebody says coming off a little aggressive, just saying, and then uh, another guy says, uh, I run the sober cab in town, and we have two vans, so we can handle around 12. Maybe some can carpool. Do you have uh, a car some can ride in? They're arriving at the airport. They don't need a sober cab. And the guy says, that's just the name of our cab company. We don't require intoxication. <laughs> Needs to seat 20. Next. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, it let me know if you change your mind. <laughs> and that's the, that's the end of that one. So this is this is the basic template for for begging uh, uh, begging or choosing beggars. Um, and there's crazy ones. There's just absolute crazy ones. Um, oh, oh yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, hold on. No, that's that's a bad one. There's so many. It's Christ. It's crazy. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, here's here's a here's a small one. Is the price negotiable? It's two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's two dollars. Um, 
<laughs> here's here's a short one too. Can you drop it off? No, only looking for someone who will pick it up after after uh, pick it up. It's free after all. Okay, can you ship it to me then? Well, sure. If you want to pay for the shipping, uh, why would I pay for it when you said it was free? Oh God. <laughs> I mean, it just this shit goes on and on. It's crazy, but yeah, I I don't like going to Reddit. But if you do an image search for choosing beggars, all one word, you can get um, a lot of good stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've had I've had some experiences with uh, like giving stuff away on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. You know, like the free, free Craigslist. So I mean, sometimes you get an email back. The guy says, uh, "I would like the item." Yeah. So, okay, that's that's the bot. <laughs> you can't even mention what the what it is I'm giving away. You got to call it the item. Yeah. And then um, another one I, I got and says, "Give it to me." Oh and my god. <laughs> mm, fuck yourself. Like, delete, <laughs> delete. You know. Well, write a sentence. Yeah. Exactly. Susan and I had uh, the similar experience on uh, Craigslist as well. Um, we had a litter of kittens where our cat, our great cat Tim, came from going on 10 years ago now. And um, we listed the pictures of the cats and everything, and, you know, and, and we're looking for responsible owners. And this person messages me, and she's like, I'm looking for a black kitten with blue eyes for my friend. And I'm like, well, all kittens have blue eyes. There's absolutely zero guarantee if this cat will have blue eyes when it grows up. It probably won't. Most cats have, you know, greenish, yellow, yellow, amber eyes, you know, somewhere in that. They have to be blue eyes on a, on a black kitten. I was like, currently, the, the, they have blue eyes. But I don't know what they're going to be when they grow up. But eyes need to be blue. Oh, God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you superficial asshole. Seriously. This is not not the person you want to sell a kitten to. Oh, my. No. No, I, was just, I just wanted to see where it went, really. So, you know. Uh, but, yeah. I uh, Oh, and there was another woman who was like, yeah, I'm driving cross-country. And I want a kitten to take with me from, you know, she wanted to drive cross country with a, a little kitten that didn't know any better. Probably would have jumped out of her car at the first rest stop. And she never would have found it again. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the craziest, most bullshit story. And we're like, nah, <clears throat> you sound like you're going to fucking drop this kitten off for 50 bucks at a, some kind of chemical testing plant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so... So yeah, you gotta get a watch. People are nuts. Yeah, they say you uh, you should never like put a, an ad in like free puppies or yeah. free kittens because that's asking for trouble. Yeah. Well, I'll, you or, you, or you get you get Go the ahead. dog fighters that want you know a, a bait dog or a mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know a, a chew toy for their mm. for their dog or a lab that just wants a free <coughs> victim. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh, but you know, a free cycle was a pretty good experience for me. Francie brought that up. She says, I free cycled mostly toys. Um, yeah, I did that 
once we had some end tables that were really nice, but they didn't suit our needs at all. They, you know, it's like they were these really tall honking end tables that didn't have storage underneath. They were just like on a pedestal with a tripod with tripod legs at the bottom. And you know, that's, that's not, that's not our style. It's nothing we could use. It was given to us by a family member and you know, they were really nice, but you know, we tried to use them and, and it was just, you know, just a bad fit for our house. So I put them up, you know, no, actually somebody was looking for end tables and I messaged her and her and her, uh, her weirdo son came and picked them up, man. Her son did not want to be there. It was so weird. He was like this awkward kind of chubby teen, you know, in, in, uh, like early teen, like maybe 14 or 15 or something like that. And, um, she pulled her truck up and she pulled way down the street where, you know, and I'm like over here. And she was like, Oh, and so I just was like, Oh fuck it. I'll just run him across the street. So I ran across the street and her son was like grabbing him and throwing him in the truck. And as soon as he got him in, he got back in the cab and was just like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, enjoy. (laughs) Come on. Let's go. Oh my god, I'm so bored. <laughs> and that was before Fortnite, everyone. So <laughs> um but uh but yeah, so you know, it's it, free cycles cool. We actually got some bricks that we uh I just used on our new De- uh, Dakota fire pit uh off a of free cycle and I think we got some rocks out of somebody's yard. There's like, "Yep, you just got to dig them out of the dirt." big ass rocks <laughs> yeah those are the ones that kill me free filter just dig dig a hole there in the shape of the swimming pool i'm putting in and uh you can take all the dirt <laughs> you want yeah yeah make it square <laughs> yeah make it square make sure the corners are squared off <laughs> oh that reminds me of one of the one of the choosing beggars um i gotta find oh man uh there was this guy who was trying to sell these bricks in his yard and he was trying to sell them for 750 i'm just gonna have to paraphrase i can't find it um oh no 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 here it is here it is all right um 30 year old brick pavers okay so here's the deal i want these bricks out and i don't want to hire anyone to do the work so i'll try to sell it here and make you do the work 30 year 30 year old bricks great shape 750 dollars here are the conditions. You must remove all of the bricks by yourself by hand. <laughs> no tools. <laughs> by uh, hand? And um, you have to take... Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. You you have to take them all or you can't have them. Uh, third condition. Must come today. <laughs> <laughs> no holds. Cash in hand, yeah. and here's the real zinger: must level and prep new site for my deck. <laughs> wow, I think that guy's gonna be disappointed. Oh yeah, uh, setting himself up for disappointment. Not a lot of guys pulling up for those bricks. Nope. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. You can uh, th- these bricks can be yours, or you could probably just go spend five hundred on new ones. Uh, yeah, you know, it is a, to build somebody else's deck. Yeah, and yeah, exactly, and maybe be allowed to use a tool. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you're not going to use tools, how are you going to level and prepare his site for his new deck? 
By hand! Next! <laughs> okay. By hand? Really? I don't know. Jeez. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Why don't I you mean, just have him build a deck? You have to build my deck, you get the bricks. Uh, and put an addition on my house. Oh, my bathroom needs remodeling. Yeah, yeah. For, and you could have the bricks for seven fifty. I know. It's it's like you can do all this work and pay me seven hundred and fifty dollars. To do it. <laughs> oh my god. It, it's, yeah. Uh, it, and then there's ones like this. There's so many that are just like a random post on Facebook. Um says does anyone have a, a, a food platter need for a party of 40? My limit will be $25, including delivery <laughs> to North End. <laughs> a food platter. Yeah, I, you know what? I would buy $10 worth of ramen, uncooked, put it on a platter, and uh, drop it off for 25 bucks. <laughs> with, with boiling instructions, I hope. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. It's a platter. It's, bring, it's food. You know. Bring water to a boil. Drop ramen noodles in water. Drain. Eat. Yeah. Yeah. I saw there was another one uh, where somebody was asking uh, a caterer for a wedding. Uh, oh man, I, I just got to see if I can find this one because it was it was outrageous what they were asking for 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 the the caterer. Uh, and yeah, it's. There's so many of them. There's so many of them. I think this is the one. Um, no, that's not it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm ill prepared. Here it is. This is the good one. Hey, I'm the girl that just asked you uh, for your number on my Instagram about um, my godmom's wedding. Okay, good morning. What do you? Uh, what does she want me to make again? Here you go. Breakfast slash brunch. Uh, with an omelet station with shrimp, crab meat, swordfish, and regular bacon, turkey sausage, basically basically every breakfast meat. Wing station, all flavors you can think of. Waffle station, that stuffed salmon dish that's on your Instagram. Uh, make that for only 50 people. Fresh fruit, shrimp and grits, macaroni and cheese, fresh cooked veg- veggies, string beans, broccoli, carrots, collards. Uh, and it's for 81018. Very recent one. Um, 175 to 200 people. She needs an estimated price. So she gives her the, the estimate. Says 5000 That's $28 a person. Her menu is pretty expensive, but $28 uh, a person is most definitely, will, will definitely get the job done. $5,000? Question mark. Yes, I'm purchasing all the food and making it, correct? Yeah, LOL. But why that much? You're an Instagram caterer. It's not like you have your own legit restaurant. LOL. They, I love this because they always they always seem to get like really fucking aggressive towards the end of these conversations, and they're like, "What does that have to do with me purchasing all the food products for 200 people and making it? I'm pretty sure you have <laughs> and delivering what? it. Yeah, right? well, yeah, and setting up and all that. <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you have a good plug, LOL. Every good caterer does. She said 2100 Take the opportunity or leave it. Her exact words. 2100 So uh, what is that? That's like uh, 10 bucks, 11 bucks a person? Down from $28? Uh, you know, crab meat, swordfish, shrimp. You, Two you kinds of shrimp. You could not get... McDonald's to cater that for ten bucks a person. Yeah, 
175 to 200 people. Salmon, you know that stuff, salmon? But you only need to make that for 50 people. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yes, this is my latest obsession. Choosing beggars, everyone. What ass? Every time you say that, it reminds me of my band. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We, we'll play some beggars uh, on the break. <laughs> that's what I'll be doing. I'll be choosing beggars for the, for the break here coming up. So, uh, what song should I queue up, Bobber? Um, beggar size. You you only have what about two or three of them? Um, uh, I think I got a few. Don't I have like Sweet Emily and uh, Three Minute Waterfall and? Um, oh, that's true. You do have some of these, some of those as well. Uh, <clears throat> hmm. Oh, uh, we can we can play at least two of them tonight. So I'll tell you what. We'll. <laughs> Go ahead. How about spirit? Since this, we're talking about this choosing beggar site, how about spirit change? Uh, yeah, we have that. Seems that, appropriate. Perfect. Look at that. Look how th- things come together when you don't have a plan. Um, <laughs> but um, but Bob, um, I know you gave me these songs to play for free, but since I've been playing them so much, I'm thinking you should probably start paying me right now because <laughs> why? <laughs> because you know i mean come on there's like 15 people listening so you know you could you know i'll give you a shout out <laughs> I just, i'm just an, i'm just an instagram musician after yeah. all you know I should, I, I should be happy for this opportunity yeah you really should it, that's another thing too that a lot of there's a lot of people online and i'll look up some of those later that um they go go to artists and they're like, oh, can you draw me with, you know, this or that or draw me as a Pokemon character or something? And then they, they're like, sure, portraits start at $30. He's like, why should I pay you? Why didn't you draw me for free? And they're like, because I don't do free commissions. <laughs> you know, and then they just fucking start arguing. Well, you should be nice to me. No, you should fuck <laughs> off. Is what should happen. So, uh, but anyway, uh, let's go to the break. And when we come back, we'll talk about some more stuff. I'll read uh, some more choosing beggars later. I'll, I'll try and uh, find some real choice ones for everybody. Um, but uh, yes, so we're choosing the beggars spare change uh, for this, uh, this break. And when we come back, uh, yeah, lots more fun and excitement here on the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with me, Joe, and Bob. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for rockin' more!
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santors, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And uh, Grimmy, uh, give us a call back. Uh, he called during the break, so I couldn't take your call uh, because it would have been strange. Uh, but we can take a call now. Taking your calls at 330-536-1466. And, of course, uh, sitting in for rain for all three hours tonight is her wonderful husband, uh, Bobber, from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Thanks, Bob. Sure. Glad to be here. And, of course, uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Hello. Cornell Show. That's right. I'm here. Yes. So, and, uh, and, and you know, and I... I like I said, I don't want to prohibit anybody from talking about politics, talking about what's going on right now. I just, you know, um, it, 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 it's just, I have so much hate in my heart right now, I don't think it would be healthy for me to uh, discuss. I think I would probably say a lot of things I would regret. If I got on a roll right now, you would have to take me off the air. Yes. Because I would say things that I would probably get a knock on my door for. Yeah, yeah. So we won't do that. Exactly. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, Adam Hebert, he beat Grimmy in the calling into the program right now. So, uh, Adam, hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, Kenny. Hi, Bob. Hi, hey, Joe. Adam. Oh, we're going to let you yeah. share. We're going to let you. We're going to let you share Hello. the. We're going to let you share the airtime with Grimmy. Hi, Grimmy. Hi. Hi, Grimmy. Hey, Grim. Is that Bob? It is. Hi, Bob. Howdy, howdy. Uh, hi, Joe. Hey, Adam. 
I'm so confused. Hello. Hi. Uh, I'm well, your rule, Kenny. Well, uh, hang on one second, Grammy, because Adam, uh, we're we're doing dual calls right now because we got Adam on uh, as well. So say hi to Adam as well. Okay. Hi, Adam. Hi, Grammy. So, uh, uh, Grammy, I'm assuming you're you're out on the street right now, right? Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we let the you? Man is a street reporter. Excellent. Well, whoa, whoa! Did you just get run over? <laughs> no. Uh. No, but I'm close to the road. No. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Grimmy, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's on your mind tonight, Grimmy? I I do want to talk about Kavanaugh. I, I have to rant. Okay. Because it it turned out exactly the way I thought it would, and I'm just so pissed. Yeah. And, and first things first, I want to I want to say what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that you know sexual you know assault isn't important. It is. I'm not saying that that victims of sexual uh, Assault shouldn't shouldn't get a hearing. They they do, but we had this. We had this, you know, sliced up on a tee ball. We could have stopped this m- nomination by just focusing on the perjury. Kavanaugh perjured himself again and again under oath, and we didn't focus on that. We we, we did exactly what McConnell and the rest of those ass clowns wanted. They they wanted us to go with the sensationalism because we knew we couldn't have evidence. We had ample evidence about the perjury. We could have shut this down. But, you know, once again, the Democrats are going for the shiny object. And I'm, like I said, I'm not saying it's not important. It is. But we had to stop that nomination first and deal with the rest of that shit later. Yeah, well, I, I, I was cautiously optimistic that it would go another way, but it didn't. So, <clears throat> and that's all I got. Uh, we could have we could have shut this down, and we didn't because we took our eye off the ball. I don't disagree, but I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it just it, yeah. it's right. it's just it's just rough. It's just rough all around. So, and like Joe and I, like Joe and I have been saying, if we start going off on this shit. We're gonna. We're probably just gonna have to shut the show down because we're gonna be so pissed off about it, you know. So I know, but you know, is I got, there, I got it yeah. off my chest, and now I'm ready for fun. All right. It, what, it, anything else uh, you wanted to mention? It's the weekend. It is. Yes. Yeah. You know. Ready, you bastards. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You got but, any? You know, got I any weekend have, plans? Yeah, I don't have anybody else. With me. I, I might leave the house. There you go. <laughs> That's it. I don't have anything planned after that. Change your socks. Take a shower. God, and I just—I just snake just my headphones out of my ears. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, we're still here. So I said, I said, okay, you know, I, you guys. I'm, I'm done. I said you could change your socks, take a shower, do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good plan. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I, my rant out of the way. I really didn't have anybody else to dump that on, so I had to. I had to talk to you guys. 
Well, that, that's where we're here. We are the dumping ground of the internet. <laughs> uh, no, I kid. But no, no, I, I, like I said, I don't want to discourage anybody for com- from calling about anything, you know. Um, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to have to let you go, Grimmy, because that's an awful lot of background noise. In uh, that's that's one man. So, but uh, but I appreciate you listening to me. No problem. Yeah, be safe. And if you want to call back later when you uh, get home or something, um, feel free. Okay, thanks. All right, talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. Bye. Uh, all right, Adam. Uh, you are you are uh, up. What's uh, what's on your mind, sir? Well, I, I'm I'm I, I you know I'm not going to talk about politics. I was tempted. Thank you. Uh, but you know, uh, but I will say this. All right, desperate times call for desperate measures. I think we all need a very good laugh. Okay. So this is what I'm going to do, folks. As we speak right now in New York City, New York Comic Con is happening. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, they will be live streaming a panel that I'm very fond of called Twisted Tunes, where they do script, script readings as their various characters. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to organize a watch, a viewing party. I'm going to open up the Mic Check Radio chat room at 11.30... And anyone who wants to watch this panel with me can do so. And here's why I think you should do it, because three of the people I interviewed last weekend at AWA are on this panel. Nice. Steve Bloom, Mary Elizabeth McGuinn, and Greg Griffin. Reason number two is that the script they're doing this time is my all-time favorite comedy, Clue, starring Tim Curry. Very cool. That's your all-time favorite. Yes, Clue is my all. I, I know I'm weird. I just Clue is my all-time favorite comedy. All right, um, I'll just let. I, I won't speak on that. Well, come on, everybody. It, that has a great cast. You can't deny that. Um, and uh, but but yeah. So in case anybody's unfamiliar, basically it's a bunch of different voice actors that in the persona of certain characters that they do in. Uh, in the different cartoons that they voice, they do it different characters from movies in that in that style. And yes. wasn't yes. Uh, wasn't Star Wars? Didn't is that the one that uh, Kevin Conroy that narrated? Is the one that launched. Yes, Kevin Conroy as Batman was the narrator for their very first Twisted Tunes panel, and that's up for free on YouTube. I already shared it with Joe. Yeah, because I know he's retired and he has time to spare, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just they, and the thing is that they cha- every scene they change character. You know, like different people will read for different characters in the in the scripts as mm-hmm. different characters of theirs. So I mean, it's just I mean, you can't predict what's going to happen. Other than I guarantee you guys, if you watch this panel, you will laugh. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, and that's and eleven eleven thirty p.m. Eastern, eleven thirty a.m. Uh, Eastern. A.M. 11.30 a.m. Central, so 12.30 p.m. Eastern, because the panel starts at 12.45. Okay, so noon 30 Eastern tomorrow. Go to the Mic Check Radio chat room and join Adam for uh, the, the uh, wh- what's it called again? Uh, the Twisted Tunes. The, Twisted the Tunes reading of Clue. 
clue. Yes, the panel is um, Steve Bloom, Greg Griffin, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, Phil Lamar, a.k.a. John Stewart, the Green Lantern, yeah, yeah. and Richard Horvitz. Of course, Phil Lamar has done a lot more stuff, like uh, oh, you yeah. know, uh, Hermes from Futurama, mm-hmm. but he's, he's my Green He's my GL, Kenny. You know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. But, uh, well, no, and, uh, go ahead. There's a bunch of great news coming out of New York Comic Con. Uh, they just announced the Dragon Prince got picked up for a second season with some amazing fantasy. So if you want some good old-fashioned escapism, go on over to Netflix and watch that. That's yep. it's a really good cartoon by, the, of, by the people behind Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, lots of movie and TV news coming out from uh, New York Comic Con. But, uh, Adam, uh, what do you uh, you want to tease? What's going on? Mike Check Radio uh, tonight. Before I got to get to my movie review. Uh, what What's going on tomorrow night on Mike Check Radio? Well, well, we'll be running our first interview uh, from AWA uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 I I changed the name of last week's show to the Wrath of Con, C O N, because I caught. I caught Con Crud. C O N, Wrath of Con. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes. Punny. Look, Bob, you already questioned my level of clue. I won't have you. No, that was comments. Joe. That was Joe and me. Oh, I thought. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Bob. I, I am so sorry about that. <laughs> Believe me, I, just, I, I deserve any anything you want to throw my way, so I'll take it. <laughs> Bob, Bobber, you took, uh, you took that hit for me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't much of a hit. It's okay. Okay. Anyway, don't, uh, don't forget Doctor Who on Sunday. That's right. There you go. I'll be at work, but I'll watch it as soon as I get home. So if anyone spoils this for me, something very, very, very bad will happen to you. So don't do it. All right. Yeah. Don't spoil nothing. Uh, I the thing. Yeah, I won't spoil it because I'm not watching it. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I've been, oh, I've been out of Dr. Who since, uh, Matt Smith. So, you know, it's just me, just me. So anyway, all right, Adam, well, you have a wonderful evening and, uh, I'll talk to you on the back end of Mike check radio tomorrow night. Yes. Have a good night, everyone. All right. See ya. Good night. Adam. Good night. Bye. Uh, so, all right. Now, uh, the movie I want to talk about tonight is is this is great for the Halloween season, everybody. Um, there's a new movie out called Mandy, and I'm trying to remember how I described it to. Uh, I was talking to uh, the Mike Check Radio people on Facebook. If you, it's kind of a hybrid of Mad Max, Suspiria, Children of the Corn. Hellraiser, <laughs> and uh, God, what else? I said another movie, but I don't remember what it was. But it's insane. It is a wonderful movie. It, it came out early this year at uh, Sundance. Uh, it, yeah, it, was, it came. It premiered uh, January nineteenth at Sundance, but wasn't released until September fourteenth, and it was only in the theaters for a couple weeks uh, because it's kind of it's kind of an it, big indie film not that big i'm sure i have no idea how much it cost uh well i guess i could find out oh it was made for oh no no it doesn't say how much it cost but it only made 
$897,000 at the box office. So, you know, not a huge movie. Um, they're, they're looking They're looking for the, the DVD rentals and, and online streaming sales, exactly. I'm sure. Exactly. And this is the second film by Panos Cosmatos, who directed one of my most favorite re- modern films, recent films, uh, called Beyond the Black Rainbow which is just a stunning... He's such an amazing visual director. He was obviously very inspired by... um, Oh, every time I think of... uh, God, um, who's the guy who did 2001 A Space Odyssey? I always fucking forget his name. Stanley Kubrick. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Big big influence of uh, Kubrick. Um, And, you know, some of the, uh, like, Dario Argento's of the world, of course, I mentioned Suspiria, uh, which Suspiria has a remake coming out soon, which I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, But the original, I I think it's going to be hard to improve upon. Uh, But, yeah, so so Mandy um, stars Nicolas Cage. Uh, Andrea Riseborough, I don't know, I don't know what she, uh, what, what, go ahead. You had me at Nicolas Cage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm, and it has crazy Nicolas Cage. It has oh. crazy Nicolas Cage. And, and just to prove it, I, I clipped out a little bit of Cage Rage from the movie for everybody. 24 seconds of sheer Cage Rage bliss. This is a scene of him in his tidy whities uh, after being severely injured. I won't say exactly what happens, but he get, he was injured in his tidy whities and socks in a in a in a in a t-shirt I think with a tiger on it or something, and a bottle of vodka in a very seventies looking bathroom. What there the you fuck? go. <laughs> <laughs> what the, oh, man. What the hell? <laughs> uh, it's great. Let me tell you, you got to see this movie. It's gory as all get out. And the, the bad guys in it, scary as fuck. Um, this is uh, one of the bad guys. Um, it, it all has to do with a cult. Uh, that's not giving too much away. That happens relatively early on. But the the cult summons these individuals, is what I'll say. And uh, when they meet one, he just says this. Blood for blood. Yeah, that doesn't sound too scary or anything. Blood for blood. <laughs> oh, um, and uh, and and also. <laughs> There's there's a really funny scene in the movie where Nicolas Cage, after something very traumatic happens, right before the bathroom scene, um, he's standing in the living room and there's a commercial on the television for a product called Cheddar Goblin. <laughs> it's a, a, a macaroni and cheese commercial for kids where this Cheddar Goblin goes and vomits mac and cheese all over these two kids at a table. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> So, uh, so I clipped out the Cheddar Goblin commercial for everybody to hear. Cheddar Goblin, did you call the macaroni and cheese? Nothing's better than cheese. 
that was Nicolas Cage at the end just goes, Cheddar Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cheddar Goblin by Devane has 60% more cheese than other brands. <laughs> Devane. It sounds like D-Vane, like D-Vaning shrimp. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so Cheddar Goblin actually has a Twitter account you can go follow if you'd like to. Um, how long is so, this? How long is this movie? <laughs> it's two hour, two hours long. So okay. Uh, but yeah, it, I rented it from Amazon Prime for I think five ninety nine uh, because I was like, shit, 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 Susan, it's out, it's out, it's out. And uh, because I, you know, this is the first movie. This is only the second movie Panos Cosmatos has made, and I love Beyond the Black Rainbow so much. Um, I, I I had to uh, I had to to get it to watch it, and um, and also uh, King Crimson fans, the opening cut uh, for this, I, I immediately sent P.S. Mueller a link to it to to watch because the um, opening song is um, Starless from um it's there's a weird story because i read about this because there's a song there's an instrumental called starless and bible black from the album before the song starless came from and apparently king crimson was like no we don't want this vocal track on that paul wetton because you know paul wetton was like the third bass player singer for king crimson he was the guy from asia and uk and stuff like that if you've heard asia you you've heard this you know the voice of this era but it was kind of weird because they were like no we don't want that vocal track on so we're just going to call this instrumental track starless and bible black and then for the next album that rolled around they were like okay now we're going to do the song starless and bible black with words and they put it on it's it's an amazing haunting cut the lyrics are great starless and bible black what a great title for a song too or what great lyrics you know um but yeah so starless it it opens up with that really beautiful visuals panning out over like a a heavily wooded area it introduces um uh nicholas cage as a lumberjack and he's okay Uh, and, uh, it, yeah, it's just visually stunning. Um, if, if you can handle gore, um, and intense tension building scenes, I mean, just for the sh- sheer visuals alone, uh, this movie, I can't recommend it enough. Um, I'll give it, um, I'll give it nine out of 10 pickles on the, on the, uh, Kenny picks, flicks, picks, picks. Wow. Wow, that was dill or uh they're what they're whatever you want okay so <laughs> if you like bread and butter you can have bread and butter okay balls deep, deep fried yeah sure <laughs> you want balls. deep fried you, you, you want pickle balls <laughs> pickle balls <laughs> uh yeah so nine, nine out of ten pickles that's my new official uh, movie rating system is uh is uh yeah pickles so Pop, 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 pop. Show them popping up on the screen. We don't have a screen for that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we used to back in the wild days of Spreecast. Uh, but no, I can't can't recommend enough. Mandy, check it out. Um, I will post the Wikipedia article to the film. Got a great movie poster, too. 
Um, and, uh, you know, you got to love it. it and and I, I, I've said this many times before, but I'm going to say it again. The great thing about Panos Cosmatos is he's, he's like, you know, I think he's almost the same exact age as me. Um, so his inspiration is, you know, oh, and Mandy takes place in the early 80s, like 1982. And um, uh, the, uh, the character Mandy's wearing a Shout at the Devil Motley Crue t-shirt. Um, uh, or maybe it's not Shout at the Devil, but it has a pentagram on it, so it's awesome. Uh, but uh, the the one thing about Panos Cosmatos is, especially with Beyond the Black Rainbow, he said when he was a kid, he would go to the store and see all these VHS covers of, of movies that his parents wouldn't let him rent, all the R-rated stuff, the horror stuff and action stuff. And he would go home and just think about, you know, he'd stare at the covers in the store. And then he would go home and he, he would think about what the movies could possibly be like and what they could be about. And I can relate to that because I used to get Fangoria magazine when I was a kid. And it wasn't that my parents wouldn't let me watch certain movies. It's just the availability of certain movies was impossible, you know, in the in the real early 80s. Um, so I'd look at these ads where they would be selling video discs or, you know, uh, VHS tapes or even real, you know, film reels of movies or movie posters or soundtracks, you know, soundtracks. I would stare at these soundtrack things because for the longest time, the, the soundtrack from Mad Max, I was like, oh my God, what is this movie? You know, cause I hadn't seen it. You know, and and or or basket case. Um, uh, looking at you, Ted Cruz. Uh, so, but uh, you know, it, and so he said basically all of those weird thoughts and ideas that he had about these movies that he would dream up in his head is what he put into Beyond Beyond the Black Rainbow. So to me, that that's just like an amazing process from you know the, the fantasizing about what something could be like as a kid, you know. So, and I, I have a feeling some of that also went into Mandy because, I mean, the movies aren't identical, uh, at the, definitely not identical, but there are, you know, a lot of themes and, um, yeah, themes <laughs> that, that, that kind of recur from, you know, it, it, it's, um, he said it before, he has a big problem with like new ageism and, you know, kind of the, the oddball, um, crooked kind of spirituality that came out of the hippie movement of the, of the sixties, you know, like power crystals and, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, so, so there, there's that. Um, but anyway, yeah, I hope everybody checks it out. Nine out of ten pickles. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's a gore fest too. Joe, you're not afraid of gore. You you've watched the thing. I watch American Horror Story. I watch uh, the thing. The thing I, isn't even as gory as American Horror Story, really. Yeah, I watched uh, uh, Game of Thrones. If you want to be gory, <laughs> shit. Well, yeah, oh, I yeah. I think you should watch. I think you should watch Beyond the Black Rainbow and Mandy back to back. I think you would. Uh, I if you like American Horror Story, I think you would have a, a deep appreciation because there's a lot of great cinematography in American Horror Story and very stark and shocking visuals uh, that 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 series shares with uh, these two films. Um, what do you think, Bobber? Uh, sound like possibly your cup of tea since it's got Nicolas Cage freaking out. <laughs> 
Well, that's always a plus. Um, yeah, the, the, for me, just so repetitive. You know, it's like either it's a person or it's a monster, and he he kills you know the the teenagers off one by one, and I just got really bored of that kind of mm-hmm. movie. Um, so if there's one that's that's um, you know has more to it than that, then you know I'm, I'm intrigued. I'll, I'd have to watch it by myself because Rain won't watch those yeah. at all. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean I might check it out. Well, I, I definitely think uh, for the the formulas definitely are broken. Uh, I will say Mandy is definitely like kind of a revenge flick, but it has enough weirdness in it to set it aside. Uh, you know, from from uh, um, from all the other movies in that genre, it has a lot of weirdness in it, which I which I really appreciate. And um, you know, Beyond the Black Rainbow is just if you like Stranger Things, you love uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow because the th- basic the basic plot of Beyond the Black Rainbow is very similar to Stranger Things, uh, although it's much more adult. Um, not saying it's chock full of nudity or anything. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's a lot darker. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah. So there you go. Uh, everybody go ch- check out those movies. Um, yeah. If you love American horror story, you, uh, or if you love like channel zero or David Lynch movies or anything like that, um, Panos Cosmatos, he is the next great filmmaker. I am certain of that. Um, and, uh, I bet all nine pickles on it. So <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to run that pickle gag into the ground. <laughs> that sounded terrible. <laughs> yeah. Pickle and gag. Hmm. Yeah. Run it into the ground. <laughs> so, uh, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break. When we come back, we'll mix it up a little bit more. Phone lines will remain open, but, uh, don't call until you hear the sound, the lovely sound of my voice. Uh, we'll be right back with uh, lots more Turn Up the Night, the weekend edition, right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Ah! <laughs> 
Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide, radio for humans. And if Michelle is saying this about uh, Mandy, she's she says, hmm, I just may have to buy it. Um, if you're talking about Mandy, buy that and Beyond the Black Rainbow. You will not regret it. My sister in horror, because uh, she loves some really good horror films. So, uh, And Meow Goodness says, Mandy is loud, searing, violent, and needs to be seen in a theater. So I'm thinking Meow Goodness has seen it, and I'm very excited. Uh, I hope you have. Let me know if you have seen it. By all indications, it looks like... He has seen it. Uh, but, of course, welcome back uh, to the program, Mr. Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. We're electric, and uh, I'll be looking at Mandy, it there, looks like. Yeah, yeah. Check out that trailer. Uh, Meow Goodness posted the trailer. And, of course, oh. uh, Bobber, uh, for Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., joining us. So, well, your lovely wife takes the evening off tonight. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. And uh, you got anything brewing uh, at the new house yet, or uh, have you? Uh, w- w- did you have to un- unbrew things to move? <laughs> well, actually, um, I haven't brewed anything yet, and I'm, I'm really getting behind on my brew schedule. Um, so I need to get I need to get going on that. Well, <laughs> um, mo- moving into a house I, I, tends to take up some some time. But I, I did manage to bring you know all the beer over. Most of it unscathed. Um, there was, uh, you know, the the I've got the Oktoberfest and Irish Red on on tap right now, and they're they're pretty tasty. That's what oh, I'm drinking right now. Nice. The beer is flowing, and of course, I'm not sure if this is Michelle or Miles from Port St. Lucie, but I think it, it is. It Miles? Is that you, buddy? No, it's me. Oh, it's it's. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. I thought it said Miles when you first called. Never mind. It's Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Yes. Hi. Of course, Hi, Michelle. Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Michelle Lagon from Mike Check Radio. Heard every Saturday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. And of course, you you dodged most of the con crud, right? Yes, I did. I had a little bit, but I couldn't tell if that was just sinuses from being, mm. you know, in, in strange air conditioning situations, you know. But, uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't get the fever. I didn't get the real sore throat or anything like that. Miles yeah. really got the whole entire kit and caboodle. Oh, you know, and by the way, thank you very much for the, the wonderful little uh, 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 squishy felt Batman you got me from the convention. It looks handmade. Um, did you know who sent you what? Um, I'm gonna guess, um, but the other things you sent were two prints, uh, Batman prints, very nicely stylized. One has, 
uh, Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn, and the other one has Batman with Poison Ivy. Is that right? Uh, I think Harley Quinn. Oh, oh, with Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's. Oh, yeah, that's right. And um, I'm. Ooh, it, it's hard to say because, but I'm. I'm guessing you probably sent me the Prince, and Miles sent me the Little Batman. Oh, you figured it out. Okay. okay. <laughs> Well, I know that you have a you have an appreciation for wall art, and Miles has never really spoken much about wall art before, except the wall art you have. So, um, you know, I'm sure he probably has things that he has and he likes. But I've mostly we've discussed wall art before, you and you and me. Yes, yes, we have. Um, yeah, the, the he found that little it is the the little felt Batman is was handmade, and it was just he he thought it was just too cute. And I gotta keep it, it away from the, the real, cats. Really, really, in, yeah, it fit in the really inexpensive, but finding something unusual. So yeah, and the prints uh, you got me came from Brick by Brick Design. David K. Wong is the artist. It looks like. And, yeah, uh, and I, I have one of his as well, but it shows Groot and Toothless in a picture. And it's that same stylized, cutesy little art thing. It's absolutely gorgeous. Well, if everybody wants to see these, um, you should come over to Mike Check Radio tomorrow night, um, and I will post pictures in the chat for everybody to see. I'll also share them on Facebook too. Uh, just it's though th- this week's been a little nutty again. First, we're we're ending the first full week of having a garage, so that's excitement. Uh, that's but- always cool. But yeah, so so is your interest peaked in Mandy? Yes, it is. I, I Nicholas Cage is a hit or miss for me. You know, I didn't mind the Wicker Man. Not the bees. <laughs> no, not the bees. Yeah, not the bees. Uh, yeah, bees, don't, no, bees don't bother me. It's yellow jackets that piss me off. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're those fuckers are aggressive. But yeah, here you go. Oh, yeah. No, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! I'm my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know me. I like anything horror-related or mm-hmm. supernatural-related, you know. Yes. Um, I, I like just about everything except for chick flicks. So. Yeah. Same here, sister. You know, that's... Yeah. Uh. But, um, yeah, the, the horror movies are the only that's keeping me sane right now, so... Um, yeah, you know, and, and I'm just, you know, once October rolls around, I just, it, it, I need to feed, I need to feed the beast and watch horror flicks. Um, so I've been watching some crazy stuff. Uh, but I really think if you haven't seen beyond the black rainbow and Mandy, I seriously, I th- they would make a great double feature because again, there's some very similar themes, but they're, and I don't know if they exist in the same universe, but I could see it existing in the same universe. Um, but uh, both both visually stunning and very satisfying uh, movies for the horror genre for sure. Um, yeah. But uh, um, my my big what's keeping me sane this week, which I really really needed, really really badly right now, or else I'm just going to start crying, and I can't do that at the moment. Um, uh, Joe Bob Briggs. Oh yeah. Do you recognize the name? I know Joe Bob Briggs. What was yeah, the name? What was the name? Of, what was the name? He had a show on like USA or TBS back in the day. Yes, yes, but he came back for a a marathon just recently for Shudder, one of the oh. streaming horror horror film people. I have Shudder uh, horror, yeah, and um, 
he has a streaming there. It's it's called Joe Bob Briggs: The Last Drive-In. Oh, nice! And he start he started off with Tourist Trap. Mm-hmm. With Chuck Connors, really, really horrible movie, but it's a great because you know he he does his his commentary. He'll break you know at each break. He'll tell you something different about the film or something cool that you need to know. And and uh, one of the films is Rabid, which is another horrible movie. <laughs> uh, Blood Feast. Oh, nice. Uh, right now, I'm watching Reanimator with him. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I love Reanimator. Oh, that's yeah. such a crazy great movie. It's a uh, great Lovecraftian. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's one of the few watchable, um, loose adaptations of Lovecraft. I think um, that, and I think maybe one of the filmmakers behind that actually did Dagon, too. Which wasn't bad. That wasn't bad either. It was fair. Yeah. Yes. I didn't but mind you, it. you know, in Lovecraft, you're going to either have to go really, really high budget, or you're going to have to keep it like to almost silent film yes. uh, uh, quality to to make it believable. So. Well, and they've done some. There, there's some. I think the H.P. Lovecraft uh, Craft Historical Society have done some silent film versions. I think they did a silent film version of Call of Cthulhu. Um, yeah, they've got some good stuff. Yeah, I think it was them who did it, but yeah, there were there were they've done a few adaptations. I would love to see. Um, oh God, what is it? What what's the one? Oh, I don't want to spoil what the ending of the story is. Um, I, I always screw it up because all his stories are like the something of the something, you know, the yeah. the, the lurker in the darkness or um, or the mountains of madness. Yeah, or, at yeah, the at, like at yeah. the mountains of madness was uh, that was been uh, was it um, Benicio del Toro was supposed or wait did I get the right del Toro? No, that's the actor del Toro, isn't it? Guillermo yeah, del Toro. Yeah. Guillermo, uh, Guillermo he was, is the, the director. Yeah, he was supposed to do At the Mountains of Madness, but the studio was pressuring him, well, you need a love story in here. And he's like, it's Lovecraft! There are no love stories in Lovecraft. The only love in it is, is in his last name. You know? Correct. <laughs> and it's not literal. <laughs> no woman ever ends well in a Lovecraft movie. No. Oh yeah, uh, so she's the crazy. In the Lovecraft story, she's either the crazy mother that gives birth to deformed mm-hmm. twins that are about to bring upon the apocalypse, or you know, just all sorts of crazy shit like nice, that. Nice, nice. And Adam says yes, they did Call of Cthulhu and Whisper in the Darkness. And Whisper in the Darkness is the one I was thinking of. Uh, that's my f- Whisper in the Darkness is probably my single favorite Lovecraft story. Uh, it's so scary and creepy. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, but I love it. Um, so, uh, you, you, now Blood Feast, was that, was that Herschel Gordon Lewis? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. So. Yeah. Really, really horrific film. They they, they filmed it for $27,500 and over like a 15 year period and made it up, ended up making something like 7 million. Wow! Nice, nice. Now, see, we should have more calls like this from people. It, it's it's almost it's creeping up on Halloween. We want to know what scares you. What are some good scary fun movies? Or not even I don't know. Maybe you're desensitized because I'm a little desensitized to horror. But every once in a while, there's a movie out there that will shock me a little bit, like Beyond the Black Rainbow and Mandy. Um, well, the, the cool thing about horror horror movies in particular, and you know, sci-fi movies and such like that. Is it is an escape? You know it's not real. 
you can just immerse yourself in a world and let you be afraid of something that's not real. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's so much to be afraid of that's real in real life. But at least with a horror movie, you know, I'm going to wake up from, you know, I'm going to, at the, at the end of this movie, I'm going to be okay. Where the real world right now, yeah, you're not so sure. <laughs> so. Exactly, exactly. Well, um, anything else you want to do, uh, uh, mention any other movies or anything, or, or what you're doing to prepare for Halloween? You've got some pretty spectacular Halloween decorations. You just got some in the mail, didn't you? Oh, yeah, wait till you see this. I have these two 69-inch tall dragons coming. Right Holy now I have shit. the blue one. I've got a red one coming. They have light-up eyes and fog machines in their mouth. And, you and also these are have... not inflatable. You also have a dragon that's been on a on a uh, I think he's on a paleo diet, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. I've got a little uh, Dracolich out there. Um, he's not quite as tall. I mean, he's about the size of a good-sized Great Dane, mm. but he he's pretty freaky. I've got a skeletal saber-toothed tiger and a skeletal spider as well to add to the collection this year. Nice. And these are all pretty big. Yeah, very cool. And that's something else people can call in about tonight. If you're decorating for Halloween, what's your favorite Halloween de- decoration? Or, uh, you know, what's your motif? It's like dragons are definitely on the agenda for uh, uh, the uh, the tableau at the Ligon residence this year. Yeah, it's, it's dragons and knights and uh, the undead. So I you know, love the graveyard. it. I love it. Yeah, so... Very, uh, yeah. uh, so, uh, uh, maybe you should throw in, uh, uh, Ash with a chainsaw and then you're like Army of Darkness. <laughs> that would work, actually, yeah. because, you know, <laughs> yeah, it would fit in the whole medieval theme there, definitely. Say hello to my yeah, boomstick! No. <laughs> yes. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, it, Halloween's my time of the year, so I'm trying to stay as centered as possible on the fun stuff about Halloween and trying not to pay t- too much attention to the news. So I may not be in the first segments of my check radio tomorrow. I may not be that vocal. I mean, I'll be there, but I, I don't want to be crying on radio anymore. So, but the Halloween stuff is great. It's, I've got some of my lights out already. I'm just advertising to everybody. Yes. Halloween nice. is here. And my window's set up with the projector. So I have ghosts flitting by the window and Love giant it. skulls and, creepy sirens and stuff like that so i'm ready to go nice bring Um, on those trick-or-treaters yeah (laughs) the real army of darkness yeah last year we had 90 so this year i'm prepared miles won't have to do a a late night run for candy this year well there you go all right well uh michelle thank you so much for calling in and uh hang in there and yeah you know i i hear you uh maybe you should just uh you know, just come on with me in the in the back end of Mike Check Radio tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there to support Miles and Adam. I, oh but, you know, no, I, I know. probably won't say much, so you know me. <laughs> well, all right. Well, it, let me, let me know um, as soon as you uh, check out Mandy. Uh, and again, I, I really think you got to do the companion pieces with that and Beyond the Black Rainbow. Um, and, and Beyond the Black Rainbow, I think, is on Shutter right now too. Oh, very cool. So I'll have, have to put to that on my list. Um, Bobber, can you lift a pint of that wonderful October brew that I'm, I'm guessing it is for me? I appreciate it. I think he will. As soon as he can unmute, he probably will. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> and thank you, Joe, for putting up with my Halloween talk. I love your Halloween talk. 
So thank you. Fantastic. You guys take care. You guys, everybody be safe. Just, you know, you know, I love everybody out there. Just, just you know, give yourself a hug and just be safe. I, I love you guys. Bye-bye. All right. Love you back, Bye. Michelle. Talk to you tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> hey, Paul Trojan Rabbit's on the phone from Paul's Memory Bank. What's on your mind, sir? Oh, not much. Just doing something that I don't usually do, and that's watch uh, some uh, some baseball because it's now playoff time. But uh, the evil empire and the Red Sox. But uh, wait, who's the... listening in? Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait. Who's a who's the evil empire? <laughs> I don't understand. Wait that. a minute! <laughs> I don't I don't understand what? that reference. I don't know sports. I do because I'm a Yankee fan, and mm. Boston fans have this. Uh, pejorative they use for the Yankees. It's the oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that Back doesn't seem very... Yes, so, yes, yes. Yeah. But, uh, no, my cat was here a little while ago when she's decided that she's had enough of me. So she's taken off to do, to stuff her face and to use the, uh, use the facilities. So yeah, I'm just sitting, listening, and whatever. Just vegetating. Well, what about so, you? Uh, well, now, Bob, are you going to say something regarding the evil empire of the New York Yankees? What were you going to say? No, actually, I've just been kind of been in and out. That's what's, that's what's going on here. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's uh, well, I, I I don't really care about Yankees or the Red Sox, and they're not either one of them are really on my radar. You're you're a Capitals fan, right? Well, caps are hockey, but uh, oh, <laughs> of course! <laughs> Can't they play baseball for a while? Step in it, there, Kenny. Shit! <laughs> oh, I'm proving my worth right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, how many home runs did Caps get this year? Hundred. <laughs> uh, well, they, they they went down court and. Uh, Got, yeah. a, got several dunks, which which got the, the, the puck at the end zone. I heard they were uh, just front. throws. <laughs> Was it uh, out of <laughs> bounds at any time? Throws. <laughs> oh, my God. I suck. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so... So, but Paul, I was going to ask you: uh, what, Is there anything you like to watch uh, in in the run up to Halloween? Uh, I, I know you love the novelty songs uh, for the go along with Halloween, but uh, what about movies or yeah. TV? We're, we're never, not really. No. Nope. Um, TV watchers, the uh, the misses mm-hmm. you like for uh, for old sitcoms, and yeah. unfortunately, one thing that. Uh, Hallmark TV loves to do at this time of year is take off some of that stuff and put on their uh, sickening uh, holiday movies. So I think sometime at the end of this month they will switch to all Christmas movies all the time. Oh, I'm and, sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so Jesus. It, I, I had you. They're worse than FM radio. For some reason, I had you pegged as like a Twilight Zone fan or something like that. Well, the thing is, I. I have the uh, Twilight Zone collection, and I've pretty much gone through the first four seasons, and I'm halfway through the fifth. Oh, so, so you are a Twilight I, Zone I, fan. I watched them. But, I was uh, right. So the thing I really want to see is I want to see... Um, I haven't seen the second season of The Good Place yet, so before I start seeing the new episodes, I want to 
do a binge watch of the good place. Cool. cool. And uh, and the other the only other thing I'm I'm waiting to see is uh, when the Orville starts up again. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. That's You're a fan the of the Orville. Reason to, that's the only reason to watch Fox. Well, there you go. And uh, and Paul, before I let you go, because we we got Heather on the line too. Um, do you uh, sure. um, you want to tell everybody what's going on on Paul's Memory Bank this coming Monday, and what your Halloween plans this are coming? This coming Monday, I will be, you know, the uh, the usual beginning of the month thing themes where the first week I do songs that peaked in a particular month, which I've already done. So next week it'll be just songs I've added to my library in October. Yeah, so it could be anything. It's a, it's a mishmash of shows that I've done in the last four years. Oh, I love that! And, I love uh, those shows. And for Halloween, which I, I'm not sure what the date is, Monday uh, before it's on. It falls on a Wednesday, I, so we could uh, we could do a special presentation of War of the Worlds on that Wednesday. Uh, but if you, or I could just do it Monday. Yeah, or do the twenty ninth. Because what I usually do is the first half of the show I do the whatever Halloween music I have, mm-hmm. and then the second half of the show I do um, I do the War of the Worlds. But I mean, if you want to uh, move that we'll to get, uh, Wednesday, that's fine. But well, uh, it's up to you. I mean, if you want to do it on, uh, we could just do it twice. You know. Okay. So because it, I'm pretty sure it's on the server. So if it's not, it will be. Yeah, exactly. It's easy so. to find. Internetarchive.com. So, uh, <laughs> but all right, Paul, thanks for calling, man. Uh, looking forward to the show next Monday. Um, enjoy uh, uh, the good place, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Good night, all. all right. Good night, Paul. Hey, uh, good night. Just, uh, just hug yourselves, and it'll all pass soon. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, Paul. I thought yeah, he was. Like, I, th- like I thought he was gonna. Gas. I thought he was gonna say. I thought he was gonna say penis. You don't say penis in this house. I thought he was gonna try and sneak it in. Heather, I'm sorry to keep you waiting uh, so long, but uh, what, what's up? How you doing? <clears throat> oh, I'm doing okay. Um. Oh yeah. Michelle was talking about Halloween decorations. Yes. And I don't know why, but it tripped a memory of something that my parents did one year. Okay. We had um, trick-or-treaters. We didn't have that many, but we made an effort. We had, you know, Halloween music. We had lights, you know, this, that, and the other. And it was just so much fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... It just, I don't know, in the house, it was older, it was, oh, I just, I don't know what made me remember that, but oh my gosh, it, it's just, it was kind of cool, and just, it made me have, to, have this really warm, nice, fun, but Halloween-y, fall-y feel, so. Yeah. Warm, warm fuzzies, so warm, warm. Yeah, warm yeah, fuzzies. Yeah, a right? Halloween warm fuzzy. <laughs> Love it. If we can have one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Halloween is my favorite holiday. I mean, I have so many fond. I, I could probably tell you um, what my costume has been for Halloween since I was like five years old every year. Oh, 
I remember, oh God, a million years ago, um, I I was little, I was kind of heavy, but anyhow, mm-hmm. I actually dressed as Marie Osmond. <laughs> nice. Were you a little bit country? It wasn't scary, huh? Were you a little bit country? A little, I guess. <laughs> Back in the day, I don't even know, but you know, who knows at this point, but... You know, it was just, there's so many fun, that's so fun, because my we went to a couple different neighborhoods, and mm-hmm. um, we went to, I don't remember, but there was a dentist, and oh my God, I don't, I can't believe, they thought it was a great idea, and probably I would agree no. with him now. But uh, when I was a kid, he used to give out a toothbrush. God damn it. <laughs> oh, oh, I hated God that. damn it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, he didn't buy candy. All he did was give out toothbrushes. I'm like, oh, at least he didn't Mom, give out. Mom, we're not going to go to the dentist this year, are we? She said, I, I will. Oh, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the dentist. I would say this. I'll say this. A no. toothbrush a toothbrush is only better than pennies or raisins. <laughs> oh. True. True. I, I always True. hated getting raisins. I didn't go for candy at all. We used to go to the bars and get the drunks to give us $10 bills. Wow. Yeah, I used to come home with 50, 60 bucks. Cha-ching. Yeah, we just we'd we'd go down. I lived in a little town, uh, right outside of Scranton, and I did a lot of bars, and uh, all these dumb kids are going knocking on doors, getting buckets of candy, and me and my buddies, we used to go right downtown to the bars. Wow! They would they were drunk. They didn't care. They would take it off the bar and just throw a couple bucks in your thing. We'd come home with fifty, sixty bucks. Wow! That's pretty great. And we could buy our own screw and candy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the stuff, and, 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 and have, no and smarties. Half price. <laughs> we, didn't get any, we didn't get any freaking toothbrushes, I'll tell you that. Oh, man. You, you guys were young toughs. You would have... Yeah. Huh? yeah Joe, Joe well, and most of my fr- friends bought cigarettes, but... Uh, yeah. you know. Joe and his friends I mean, were young, young toughs. They would have kicked your ass if you would have gotten uh, a toothbrush. Yeah, the Tufts were down in the bars. <laughs> yeah. They'd give us oh. cigarettes, too. Well, you know, uh, Joe, another... A... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Heather. Give you a couple more minutes. Joe, I have a quick question for you. Did you say that you were a history teacher major. at one point? I majored in... Major. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious... I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> yes, I was in a pre-law course in uh, at the U- University of Scranton. Scranton. <laughs> well, and or as you we know, call it here, the U. And if <laughs> uh, you know what, Joe probably knows about more uh, about history more than any of my actual own history teachers because all my history teachers were coaches first and foremost. <laughs> oh, you a history teacher? Yes, also a coach. <laughs> so. <laughs> I had no, one I had, hit. I had some interesting history. I had in, in college, not in high school, but in college, I had at the university we had good. I have to say, good history teach. They made mm-hmm. it interesting. 
In in high school, I had a history teacher so stupid. They called him coach, all right, because he was a basketball coach. He was so stupid. Apparently, he never took any English classes when he went to college to get his history degree <laughs> because he wrote on the board, he's like, today we're going to talk about trial and error. And he spelled, he spelled trail, he spelled trail on the chalkboard and error and era like you know a passage in time era (laughs) and we and everybody looked at each other like what the living fuck trail and era and he, he realized his mistake after going through trail and era of writing that on the board uh, so, <laughs> and he gradually e- you know kind of eased up to the chalkboard at one point while he was talking and slowly kind of erased it like in a real casual manner and then wrote something else and misspelled that too so he's yeah, like the, Dan- the super, <laughs> superintendent of school side yeah, he was like the dan quail of history teachers did, did they have to have certificates or go to college or anything there? Um, I don't think so. It was Columbiana County. So <laughs> they, they just picked those guys off the street. To teach sure, yeah. Stuff. They just put, there's a, they just pull up, uh, you know, in a parking lot, and they're like, "Yeah, you want to teach <laughs> yeah. today? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Want to make five bucks? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well." <laughs> Anyway, uh, Heather, thank you for calling in. Uh, we appreciate it very much, and uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you next time. All righty. Have a great night. All right. You too. Bye, Heather. Bye-bye. All right. See ya. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, we're a little bit late uh, going to the Green News Report, but uh, if anybody has a birthday or something, let us know. We'll uh, get to name-calling real quick. Um, uh, Bobber, do you want to do name calling tonight, or you, are you worried about your connection? If if not, uh, uh, me or Joe can do it. Yeah, I, I my my connection yeah. has gone out like four or five times. Well, it, it just went out like two times while you were saying that, so I think that it <laughs> kind of answered the question. <laughs> so, all right, well, hang in there, Bobber. We'll uh, uh, hopefully we'll have a little bit of fun with you, in, but uh, in this segment. So. Yes, but uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with uh, after the Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018. Climate change is having an impact now, and that impact will only increase more in the future. Hurricane Florence was the second wettest storm in U.S. history. In terms of water. Bug experts say they're three times the size of normal mosquitoes. As North Carolina now grapples with an outbreak of giant mosquitoes. Trump administration uses catastrophic climate change to justify rolling back fuel efficiency standards. Plus, we have decided to stay unified in spite of the U.S.'s decision to withdraw. This is power. French President Macron rejects trade deals with any country not in the Paris Climate Agreement. All of those rejections and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Remember this. I'm an environmentalist. I don't think that word means what you think it means, Mr. President. 
This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, giant mosquitoes in North Carolina? Really? (laughs) Yes, really. As North Carolina begins its recovery from the historic impact of Hurricane Florence, Governor Roy Cooper has ordered $4 million in funding to control an outbreak of large, aggressive mosquitoes that are the size of wasps that are breeding in these slowly receding floodwaters. Also, Florence has entered the record books as the second rainiest storm in U.S. history. Its three feet of rain came in second only to last year's Hurricane Harvey. That means that the top two highest intensity rainfall events in the United States both occurred in just the last year. Total coincidence. Nope, that's actually in line with what climate scientists predict we'll see with global warming. GTM Research reports that while it has taken weeks to fully restore power to residents in North Carolina who got their electricity from coal plants, North Carolina's solar plants were up and running the day after the storm hit and sustained only minor damage. Imagine that. Meanwhile, an international team of scientists studying the Earth's geologic past warned that we are potentially headed for 20 to 30 feet of sea level rise by the end of this century if we don't act to reduce emissions. The new study in the journal Nature found that temperatures not much warmer than we're seeing today were sufficient 125,000 years ago to melt major ice sheets in East Antarctica, raising sea levels as much as 20 to 30 feet higher than today, which of course would swamp coastal cities and create millions of refugees. But they also note that if humanity manages to cut emissions, global temperature rise would slow down the process of melting the ice sheets. You know, if you just stop reading all these studies, None of these bad things would happen, Des. Meanwhile, in the nation's capital, the Trump administration admits that killing U.S. climate policies will indeed make climate change worse. The Washington Post reports that deep in a regulatory proposal to roll back Obama-era mileage and emission standards for cars and trucks, the administration assumes that on our current course, global temperatures will rise a catastrophic 7 degrees Fahrenheit by 2100. So they admit that, yes, climate change is happening, climate change is deadly, and then they use that information to support their rollbacks to these regulations. Right. Rather than spurring action, the administration is instead using it to justify its deregulation spree. They're effectively saying that since fuel efficiency standards by themselves are not enough to stop global warming, it doesn't really matter if the administration rolls them back. So all of these terrible things are going to happen. We admit it. And yet, if we roll back these regulations, it's not going to make that much of a difference. So don't worry about it. Good luck, planet Earth. Why bother? Right. President Trump on Monday announced a deal had been reached with Canada and Mexico on the existing North American Free Trade Agreement, or NAFTA, but trade deals with the European Union could be more difficult. In remarks to the United Nations General Assembly late last week, French President Emmanuel Macron called on UN member nations to reject any trade agreement with countries not signed on to the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement, clearly referencing the United States. Well, how many are not signed on to the Paris Climate Agreement? Just the United States. Huh. Here's Macron through an interpreter. Let us also be clear, consistent. Let's, for an example, stop signing trade agreements with those who don't comply with the Paris Agreement. Let's have our trade agreements take on board 
our environmental obligations. Now, to be clear, the U.S. is technically still in the Paris Climate Accord. Trump only announced his intention to withdraw starting in 2019, and the earliest that an actual withdrawal could occur would be the day after the presidential election in 2020. You can't imagine how much I am looking forward to that day. For much more on all of our stories today and the ones that we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or even Google Play. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Children of the night, what music they make. IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up The Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Ah, scariest honky drop ever. Uh, welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, of course, uh, joining me as, and I want to thank everybody for, uh, uh, calling into the show tonight. We've had a lot of great callers tonight. Adam Grimmy, uh, Trojan rabbit, uh, Heather, um, I'm missing it. Michelle. Uh, yeah, a lot of great calls so far tonight. This has been very fun. And, uh, of course, welcome back to, uh, Bobber, uh, from four freedoms blog, der Braumeister, Washington, DC. Hello. Bobber? Uh-oh. His connection is probably still acting up on him there, but uh, uh, says he's there. Joe, you're there, right? I am here. Yeah. All right. I'm here. Yeah, so Bobber still might be, he, he might have stepped away. So he maybe his tap got clogged for that Oktoberfest <laughs> beer. Yeah, that's so, right. Could be chunky beer. So i love chunky beer <laughs> <laughs> you know i forgot to ask you that that uh, batman that you got from uh, Mich- from uh, michelle yes was it like batman anatomically correct uh actually no he doesn't even have limbs <laughs> so, <laughs> he doesn't have arms or legs it, it mile uh, miles got this for me but yeah he uh yeah he doesn't he doesn't have any appendage joe <laughs> just None. a just a head and a little uh, thumb size thumb size nub of a body. Oh, so that's too bad. Yeah, uh, no appendages on this Batman. Uh, oh, well. Bo- Bob, are you you back with us, uh, buddy? I uh, I think so. Okay, very can good. You, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I can I can hear you now. I I introduced you, but you weren't there uh, when you came back. I I, su- I surmise maybe that the Oktoberfest tap got a. Uh, 
clog in it. I thought maybe it was a chunky, chunky uh, beer that clogged your tap. Hey, 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 I don't do chunky beer. <laughs> I, do. I love chunky beer. It really sticks to your ribs. So, Wait a uh, <laughs> chunky you're, new, you're new, from, new from Campbell's. Chunky beer. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. A little sediment in the bottom is acceptable, but not chunky. I like beer, though. I, uh, I, I like beer. Oh, yeah. We all like beer. All right. I like beer. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Joe, why don't we uh, go ahead and uh, pass off name-calling to you tonight since our girl Friday is taken off this well, Friday. In honor, honor of our girl Friday, I'll do that. All right. Here we go. Okay. Hey, Joe. We'll have to scrant with me. The place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go, Joe. Well, there are no clowns in this chat room tonight. Biscuit. There's biscuits. <laughs> we have biscuits. There no I just I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. Like, yeah, so I just I need to know damn what. It, damn it! I did the wrong thing. There you go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, we have Adam Hebert. We have, of course, Bobber. We have Psy Guy in DC. We have Francie. Hi, Francie. Francie. We have. She is the uh, she is the uh, uh, Ed McMahon of the Tim Coromall show. That is correct. Uh, we have Heather. We have Jay Collie. We have Ken Sr. Why, hi there, Dad. And we have Living on Long Island. And we have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle. Hi, Michelle. We have... Miles can't, Miles can't be far behind for Michelle. Miles must be right there. Hope you're getting better, Miles. I think he probably and, kicked it. Okay. And uh, I just lost my list. Wait a minute. Now, where where did that go? Okay. We, we have President Sandy and Durwood, Theo, Tim Coromal, and until the playoffs are over, my adversary, Trojan oh. Rabbit. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Red side fan. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and maybe some someday the Caps will play baseball as well. Well, you know, <laughs> I doubt it. You know, just... This summer, they did take the Stanley Cup to uh, one of the Nationals games. There you go. That's close. See? I was right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were partly right. <laughs> I, was, I was not. <laughs> Tro- Trojan Rabbit would be happy to know that the last time I was in Boston, I was walking through the, the, the Boston market, mm-hmm. you know, and I had a Yankee hat on, and somebody threw a tomato at me. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Oh my! Wow. Oh my goodness! It was a yeah. good tomato, though. I mean, it was good. It wasn't rotten or anything. Took so. an almond, sliced it up, and made a sandwich. Uh, if I could have caught it, but I ducked. Oh, okay. 
Gotcha. Hit my head. I, I do want to give a shout out to Grimmy because Grimmy was out there. Uh, or, or he's probably still listening, but he's traveling. Um, yes. And uh, and I believe Rain even popped up in the chat for a little while too. Rain, Rain did. Hi, Rain. So she did. She did you. pop up in the chat. She said oh. some nasty things about Chuck Grassley, and then got she's got to get. Rightly so. Rightly so. Nasty things are nasty things are true things. Well, both. Yeah. <laughs> true and nasty. And uh, I just went upstairs and told my wife what Grassley said, and here's what she said: "Fuck him." Well, there you go. And that that tiny little echo you hear on the line, it, well, it's because Francie called in, everybody. Hey, Francie. hi hey What's up? <laughs> I'm, 22 <laughs> years, I'm 20 years too late with that meme. What's up? What's up? Oh, I hate it. Oh, no. Me too. So obnoxious. Oh. Me too. Uh, thank you very much. I You're like welcome. all the Halloweeny talk. I love yeah, it. I love yeah. Halloween. Oh, and by the way, Susan almost got Alice in the mail to you today, but she got sidetracked because we both realized that today was hazardous chemical drop-off day uh, in the <laughs> oh. for for Cuyahoga oh. County, and and we oh. uh, we had some gas cans with old gas in it and some paint cans oh. and stuff. So she took all those in and dropped them off. Uh, so uh, so Alice, we'll try and get Alice in the mail to you tomorrow. Okay, that no, that's fine. Looking forward to it. But I like this Halloween talk. Talk. Um, I got my minion. My little minion is out in the front of the house. Uh, he's a vampire. Oh, one of those inflatable. Have, is it one of those inflatable yes. little guys with light yes, up? He's little. He's cute. You know the minions. I do. He's Bob. The he's Bob the minion. Uh oh. <laughs> Hi, Bob. <laughs> Copyright infringement. <laughs> and then I got all through the house. I love the um, Day of the Dead, um, the Sugar Skulls, and you know the yeah. whole um, the way the Mexicans do their their um, you know All Souls Day and mm-hmm. honor the dead and all. So I had that all around the house and ghosts and witches and you know. Halloween skeletons and all that oh, yeah. crap. You you know, Francie, yeah, the, the the place yeah. that I the place that I work actually they do. Um, uh, one of my coworkers, uh, I think she still works there, but it, it, at the very least, she hosts um, an event uh, where it's like you. She shows you how to make your own sugar skulls. Um, and, and Ooh, you, you uh, pay. You that's pay. Something I'd like to learn. Yeah, you like yeah. pay like a little flat rate. You know, it's nothing. It's a yeah. pretty modest fee, like twenty or thirty bucks or something like that. And you go in and you, you know, she does like a demonstration on an overhead and stuff like that. And uh, cool. and they post they post it on social media and stuff when people finish there. So it's pretty cool. Yes, and um, you know, I've been dressing up every year, no matter what. Since 1962, uh, my family looks forward to see what what I'm going to be every year. They don't dress up; I do, and my costumes usually scare the crap out of the kids that come. Well, so I, I got I got to ask you, and I'm sure I've probably asked you this before, but can you name maybe just randomly a a, a, a top three of your favorite costumes from over the years? Well, one of the top three was my mother let me wear her wedding gown. Oh my gosh! When I wrecked it. 
Yes. She you wrecked it. Through, and I hit it. <laughs> yeah, I hit it. Wrecked them. I was I just, about no. 10. I was about 10 years old. And, oh, my goodness. Um, it, it was too long for me, and I had to stuff it. And it was a pretty gown. It was ruined. Oh, I ruined no. it. I mean, I, there was, the bottom had all holes in it. And, well, the, it was a wonderful costume. I looked gorgeous. The second one was my son and I. When we first moved here, so we're talking about 12 years ago, him and I were um, ZZ Top. <laughs> the beards oh, nice. the guitars. Yeah, I'll post the picture of that. Oh, no one I love that. Knew, no one knew it was me and my son. Oh, they my God, that's so know funny. It was me. But I like, I mean, man, I've been a wizard with the white beard and the whole robes and everything. I, I, I have. Everything from a clown to. Um, I was a bearded lady a couple of years mm -hmm. ago. I loved that costume. That scared the shit out of the kids. I was a pretty bearded lady. I mean, nice. I had makeup and the black beard and a big black, you know, bouffant hairdo. Oh, I could t almost, I could probably tell you every costume I, I did since I was a kid. But the first costume stands out because it was one of the box costumes. Joe, you'll remember those. Got it at the five and dime. It had the cheap nylon costume you stepped in and mm -hmm. this cheap mask <laughs> i was a witch <laughs> oh no See, nice. right we didn't, it we didn't buy those yeah well my mother I to, treated I wore us an one old, year uh, i had my my brother-in-law's army jacket oh we hat. wore my dad's clothes and a hat. we were hobos we were hobos oh that we were just kids we just were kids with buckets yeah and we well. used to put we used to put seed money in the bucket like a ten dollar bill to start Oh. Uh, so you think encourage others, huh? Yes. Yeah, like you, the were tip, like the you were a little thug. You were a little thug. No, I wasn't a thug. I hung around with thugs. Okay. Okay, you hung around with thugs. Well, we but went I, out with pillowcases. Six kids, <laughs> six pillowcases full of candy, and we had to turn the bags over to my dad, and he'd inspect the candy. <laughs> wow, that was something. He took what he liked and said, this is no good. This is no good. <laughs> oh, wow. So then we learned to separate, you know, bring in something for him to go through. And then we had our own stash of candy. But Halloween, yeah, one year mom got us the, the paid for costumes. One of my brothers was Casper. Uh, the other brother was, oh, God, I think Frankenstein or something. And they were... They were expensive for the 60s, you know, but they were the cheapest, cheapest friggin' costumes. Like, you know, some oh, of the kids were like Woody Woodpecker and Huckleberry Hounds and oh, I, the yeah. Flintstones, but they were so friggin' cheap. Uh, the, they're but ben, we ben, thought it was... It was well. ben, ben Cooper was the name of the costume company who did those. Right. And now, if you have one... Like in a box, in the original box, and they're you know people collect them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Unless it's yeah, like fucking so some we, bullshit. Well, boxes, unless it's uh, unless it's some bullshit. Unless it's some bullshit no. like unless it's some bullshit like Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy. It's worth money. No, like like the ones that were worth money were like Popeye or um you know the cartoon. Superman, ones. Batman, Spider Man. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the witch and the uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost was, you know, some of them weren't, weren't worth much. But anyway, Halloween is like the most, most wonderful time of the year. 
Oh, yeah. I like Halloween. I just do. It's easy. It, to me, it's an easy holiday. You know, I don't mind mm-hmm. giving the kid. We have a lot of kids that still come around, so I'll keep doing it, you know, until no kids come around. And I give candy to anyone who comes to the door in a costume, whether they're a grown-up or a baby. Because they bring babies around. And, I mean, come on. You well, know who's getting the candy. Right. Not the baby. But I don't care. They're in a costume. You get candy. If they're an adult, you know? um, we give them ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> if they're an adult, wait, if they're an adult and they're trick-or-drinking, we'll give them a drink. <laughs> sure, trick-or-drinking. I've, I've, I've gone trick-or-drinking. I took the kids out, and I'd be dressed up, and I'd be trick-or-drink. And, you know, I'd get a beer here or a little uh, wine there, and mm-hmm. I was happy to take the kids out <laughs> oh was sure. not driving i was walking so <laughs> oh, i hear you yeah good times hey mom's happy the kids are happy <laughs> drink or drink <laughs> well i'm gonna I mean, some of the some of the gave me water you know I'm gonna I'm gonna post three pictures in the chat room. I've been working on getting them uh, for everybody, but I have Susan and I as uh, uh, well. I, I, yeah. A couple of years ago, there was we went as wizards. Well, wizard sorceress, whatever. One year she went as yeah. a, a sorceress. I went as a wizard. Uh, another year I went as some kind of like cultist, and she went as like Medusa kind of character. And then there was the one yeah. year when we were both still doing roller derby stuff and uh i dressed uh, she dressed up as binder woman uh like you know women full of binder uh, binders full of women and um <laughs> and i i, I dress and i dressed up as th- three hole punch lad so <laughs> You know what those little things are? The little white things that are called that you, you reinforce the um, pages with? Those are paper assholes. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> That's I'm po- what my po- father would say. You act like someone with a paper oh. asshole. And my sister got those little reinforcers and <laughs> she gave it to my dad here. Here's some paper assholes for you. And he said, what are you, a wise guy? <laughs> oh, oh, I Very see nice. a costume. I see something with a a three HP. What? Yeah, that's three what HP. Three hole punch lad. Three HP. Oh, okay. See, there's three oh, holes. Three holes. Costumes are cute. Three holes yeah. down. Three holes down my right side, and also my superpower. Oh, okay. My my superpower was I can punch you in all three holes. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I, well, my husband and I got dressed up the first, like when we were just married. We, my um, friends had a Renaissance party. He rented a costume. He was he had the beard, so he was king somebody. Yeah. And I was um, like, I had braids and paint on my face. I was like the uh, wench or something, gypsy something. Mm-hmm. And that I was pregnant. We didn't know it, but I was pregnant with Sarah at that time, yeah. at that party. So, but I, yeah, like you, Kenny, I pretty much remember every costume that I ever, yeah. ever did. You know, one, one of the best was, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. 
No, no. What was one of the no, best? One, <laughs> one of the best ones is, was when I was in college, went to the Kingsman Pub, and you used to, they used to fill your, we had mug night, 35 cents. <laughs> they fill your mug up with beer. <laughs> so I went with 3D glasses, the black electrical tape for a mustache <laughs> and eyebrows, and a shower cap. I love electrical yeah, tape mustaches. Nobody knew who I was. I love and electrical tape beer. for facial hair. That's great. I know. That's electrical great. tape is wonderful. It's hilarious. And eyebrows. It's hilarious. Huh? I love the I love the cheapness of it. It's so fun. It's so yeah, fun. Um, it is. It's great. But great for hair facial hair. I want to I want to say going back to when I was real young, one of my favorite costumes I ever made when it was actually. Um, something I made, uh, you know, when I was pretty young and it was when I first started learning how to do paper mache and I got a balloon oh. and like inflated it till it was bigger than my head. And then I did paper mache over the top of it. And, um, I let that, you know, dry overnight and I made like this creepy monster mask. You know, it was, it was a vaguely human looking thing, but it was really creepy. Um, and, and then I painted the whole thing red and, you know, and you know, after it dried and it looked really neat, you know, when I was a kid, but it, it, that, oh, yeah. I loved, I loved making my own costumes when, when I was a kid. And, uh, I actually oh, yeah. made, I made a really so good one. I, I made a really good one one year too. Um, I took karate when I was a kid and I made, uh, a Luke Skywalker costume out of my karate gi. Basically, I wrapped oh, ace ba- I wrapped ace bandages around my the the lower part of my legs and everything, and I made a little belt to carry the the lightsaber yeah, on and I everything. Did like that. Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just as just as internet hosed up. No, you were talking about paper mache as an adult. Uh, I made a. Uh, Paper mache head for myself and went as Opus Penguin from uh, Bloom County. County. Oh, nice! And this is, I was in, you know, living in, in Georgia, of course. And I go to a party, and this redneck guy comes up to me and says, Foghorn Leghorn, all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, all right. Did you say, did you say, uh, I say, I say, go away, you're bothering me, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Go away, go. That's the, what's it, Foghorn Leghorn. Well, that, yeah, that's who, that's who the the guy thought he was. So, all right. All right, Francie. I say, I say, it's time to let you, it's time to let you go, Francie. I said, I said. Uh, so <laughs> I said, I said, oh, okay, I know it's time. All Great right. time, right? Yes, it is, it is. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm going to go Bob, thanks for, the call. Bob for some apples. There you go. <laughs> okay, good. You cheered me up, because tell you what, it was a shitty day and a shitty oh, week. Shitty and, month. Um, I'm going to have a nice weekend, so I'm going to relax and, you know, just... Turn, watch horrible movies. Horrible movies and get scared. Very good. Very That's good. That's what I'm going to do. Well, yep. okay, name name, right. one, name one go-to scary movie before you go. Last thought. One one good scary movie everybody oh, needs to God. watch. Oh, um, God. That scared the crap out of me It was like uh, Night of the Living Dead. Perfect. The old one. Yes, perfect. Yeah. All right. I love that. And, and that's 
you know, all right with me. Excellent. All right. Okay, they're, guys. They're co- going to get you, Barbara. Take, take care. All right. Fight the power. See you later. Love you guys. All right, bye, Love bye, you. Bye. bye, bye, Francie. Um, now, what's that line? The, uh, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Is that what he, the guy says in that? I, it's something like I that. Uh, and not a living uh, before, before we forget, Ken, we have yes. uh, on, the, on the other side of the break. Yes. We have two birthday boners we missed. All right. Good. Fair enough. Because I have uh, Mad Libs I got to fill out. So I'll just kind of let you take the reins for a little bit and uh, go from there. So Okay. All right. Well, very good. We'll be right back with lots more fun talk. Hopefully, we have some more paper mache calls. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But, yeah, so we're going to go to the break. We'll be right back with lots more. One more hour of this freewheeling Turn Up the Night right after, uh, mm, I guess, this. Turn up the night. Up the Night with Kenny Pig. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) <laughs> In bloody color. Blood for blood. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, radio for humans. And, uh, yeah, so welcome back to the show. Thanks again for all the great calls tonight. This is a very exciting show. And um, uh, definitely wishing the best to Rain for taking the night off tonight. Uh, this, is, this is a tough time for a lot of people. And, um, again, I just kind of wanted to make this show, as well as last Tuesday's show, uh, just a spot where everybody can hang out, unwind. And, again, you know, it's October. Halloween is right around the corner. This is my favorite holiday, as well as a lot of our listeners and uh so it's cool and fun to talk about all this stuff and take our minds off of all the ugly bullshit that's surrounding us uh in this nation uh but anyway uh joining us as always on the program every friday uh but uh for all three hours tonight uh subbing for uh his lovely wife rain 
Mr. Bobber uh, from Four Freedoms blog, Der Braumeister, with no chunky beer in sight in Washington, D.C. Welcome back, sir. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, his, his connection is not not good. Not good. So, um, but uh, it, I'm sure most of that should catch up with him here momentarily. But, but Bobber, uh, I'm sorry, Joe, uh, Joe from Santorsa from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, welcome back yes. to the show as you, uh, to you as well, sir. Well, thank you. Thank you. No problem. And as I mentioned, we have some birthday boners. Yes, that's right. And, uh, yes. and, uh, Bob, are you back with us? Just wanted to double check there. Um, I'm sorting through the Mad Libs books, uh, whilst I, uh, prepare the jingle uh for for birthdays but yeah joe jesus oh Oh, yeah you're having a you're having a real hard time aren't you bob uh did i just come through just now yeah yeah you just cut out again too talking to myself i guess yes yeah unfortunately i think you were i'm sorry man uh it's uh your connection is rough for some reason Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know what the problem is. It comes and goes. Yeah. Sometimes it just comes in crystal clear, and then it just turns into robot voice. That is crazy. But anyway, I can hear you now, and welcome back. And yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you were talking to yourself there for a few minutes. I'm sorry about that. Um, but uh, but again, I was saying no chunky beer in sight in your house. It goes again for him, <laughs> and no bobber either. <laughs> uh, damn, um, jeez, yeah, I That's don't, some I don't latency know. Latency problem you got there, Bob. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll work on it um, at some point, but uh, uh, but at, at any rate, uh, who who do you have for birthdays tonight, uh, Joe? Uh, uh, San- Sandy and Derwood uh, reminds me that uh, Miles has a birthday on Sunday. He'll be fifty-one. Very nice. And her nephew Ben turns twenty-four. He turned twenty-four yesterday. Oh, very good. So Miles, so relatives, and Ben. So yes, birthday Banner. So here we go. Uh, John Banner's birthday greeting. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Uh, oh, I forgot this. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! And we'll add the spooky wolf howl uh, since it's October as well. Uh, so there you go. Did that live. Do it live! Uh, all right, so, Bobber, uh, how are you hearing us now? I'm, I think I'm hearing you better than you're hearing me. Yeah, I I can hear you real good right now, so so that's good. So, mm-hmm. um, well, Bobber, I'll tell you what. Uh, let, let's open up the let's open this up a little bit with you and Joe right now. And um, I think I'm not I'm not certain, Bobber, but I don't think I've ever asked you what some of your uh, favorite Halloween costumes have been. Maybe I did this last year, but I'm not sure. 
Well, um, I don't remember a lot of them. I, I remember as a kid, my mom making me a Spider-Man costume that was uh, big enough to fit over my parka. <laughs> nice. Because, you know, it was, it was upstate New York and it was cold. Um, but as an adult, um, I know that I used to do Alice Cooper a lot. I did that. <laughs> oh, I did that. I've done that twice. I did it once as a teenager and once uh, in my late 20s, I believe. But I had the hair and the nose for it already, so I'd, and the clothes, you know. Well, and the so eye I makeup, is, the eye makeup is really fun to do because then you can like bug your eyes out and it looks really cool, you know. Right. Um, there was the uh, Opus Penguin one I mentioned. Um, one year, uh, you know, fairly recently, Rain and I actually went out, uh, you know, with to bar hop with uh, costumes, and it was right. I can't remember the. The congressman's name that had resigned because he uh, he was messing with the pages. Uh, what was his name? Oh, um, uh -huh. the f he was from Florida, wasn't he? Um, yes, he was. Oh, uh, Foley, Mark Foley. Foley. Yes. Yeah, so I went to Mark Foley. I put on a suit. And I got like a like a, a cheap pulp novel paperback and tore up pages and taped them onto the suit. So you know, I was. <laughs> That's Mark Foley, all covered up, covered with pages. See, see that that's kind of along the lines of Susan as a binder woman because her costume was made out of binders, three ring binders. Yeah, but so, beyond that, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I was I tend to be pretty lazy when it comes to Halloween costumes, and it, mm. they're, they're, you know scratching at my face or something, and it, it just gets all messed up. And I don't like stuff over my head. Yeah. So I, I, go for, I go for something that can get messed with and, and still look okay, which is, you know, make, making myself look like a goon or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, <clears throat> well, Joe, what about you? If, if, if you and Barb ever, uh, are, are, do you go in for that? Do you do parties or anything and uh, dress up? No, Barb actually hates Halloween. Oh dear! So, yeah, she doesn't like Halloween at all, and I haven't done the Halloween since, oh, maybe I was fourteen. Would be about the last time I did it, and like I said, we we were just thugs. We just took buckets and went out for our money. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, that's what we did. We never went knocking on doors. You, but you, um, what about what about college? College? Oh my God! Uh, I don't even remember that. <laughs> I liked beer. So uh, no, I was see, see. I never was a drinker. Ever. Yeah, I know. I know. You I could have. I could have absolutely gone through a congressional hearing and said I've never gotten drunk in my life. Although and, that would be a lie. I got drunk twice. Wow. Well, there you twice. go. Twice. You were only but, seven. Uh, you know, you were only seven the first like time. Taste. You were only seven. You were only seven the first time when you uh, took beers instead of money at the bar. <laughs> yeah, they offered us beers. We only took money. We never drank. We never. I, drank. I'm I'm kidding. No, we never. We never would do that. But we took cigarettes, and I didn't smoke. But my all my friends did. <laughs> you could trade them for for money. <laughs> yeah, I used to give them. Uh, yeah, cigarettes for money. Yeah, we used to split up the. You know. The pot, the, the booty, as we used to call it. Not, not the pot you're thinking of. 
I didn't the say that. <laughs> yeah, everybody was thinking that. But the pot of money. In college, we, we split the pot. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So when what, when were the t- uh, what? so no we're we're not we're not big and Halloween decorations what we do here is we uh, don't let kids come into our door so we put out all the lights like we're not home. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. that's okay. So, well, I, yeah, we're, no, we're not we're not big Halloween people. Uh, I I know everybody out there enjoys it, but we just uh, we hunker down and hide till the till the coast is clear. <laughs> well, I, I have to ask. Um, uh, I want details on the two times you got drunk. Oh, well, they weren't pretty. Okay, they were not pretty. The one time I, it was my thirtieth birthday, and uh, I played on a softball team at work. And uh, let's see, the cap, the the guy who ran our softball team also owned a bar. Uh oh! And it's in the town of Old Forge, Pennsylvania, the pizza capital of the world. And uh, we went down to his bar, and one of the girls in the office made me a cake. And because we worked, and then went to a double header, played a double header. I didn't need all day. And uh, I remember ordering pizza at my friend's bar, and then all the members of the team at the bar start buying me zambuca. Mm. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Now, Sam, I, Sam I now, now Sambuca is that's licorice flavored liquor, right? Yeah, it's got a little coffee bean in the bottom. You're supposed to like shoot it down and chew the coffee bean. Ooh. I don't know. I just did what they told me to do. They said it wouldn't hurt. So <laughs> they said all the pain would go away if I just did this. So they went down the whole bar. The whole team bought me a Zambuca each before I had anything to eat. Oh, wow. And yeah, and I, so I had about six or seven Zambucas. Oh, wow. And it's like 300 proof or something like that. I don't know. It's like takes paint off cars. Pro- and, it, yeah, uh, it's up there. Yeah, it's way. And, and um, yeah, a little hyperbole on the proof, but you know what I mean. But anyway, I, I just remember them bringing my pizza and me blacking out. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Now, they tell me that um, the drive home was interesting because at every light, I got out of the car and did a Chinese fire drill. Oh, no. It. Yes, yes. I know. I ran yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't remember doing that. A couple times they said they had to pick me off on the road and put me back in the car. And apparently, I uh, called a few of the old ladies we didn't like at work. Oh, no. But I thought of them. Oh, man. This is juicy shit. And I don't remember that at all. Um... It was an ugly night, and then I, they. I understand what I, mean, I understand. I'm, I'm beginning to understand why you're not a drinker. Yeah, I'm, I'm a poor drinker. Not mean, <laughs> but um, I let loose when I'm drunk. <laughs> Apparently, usually they you're so, re- but you, and usually you're so reserved. <laughs> I, I, well, well, but 
but I'm I'm even less reserved. Yeah, I I, I was being a little sarcastic there. So. <laughs> no, I, I, but it's it's not. It wasn't pretty, and um, there were some repercussions at work. Um, wow. I, the manager called me, and I don't. It, I just said I was like Brett Kavanaugh to my manager. I said, "Not me. I don't. I'm innocent. I, don't, I I like beer, but I don't. I don't do that." It was a devil's and, triangle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was boofing last night. It was night. the it was the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, was, uh, it was it was a rough night. It was uh yeah, it was a rough my thirtieth birthday. I don't even remember it. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. You know, the thirtieth birthday is a rite of passage. When you go from twenty nine to thirty, that was devastating. And mm, uh, I didn't mind it. Yeah. Well, I didn't either. I apparently. Because yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even there. I don't even remember if I had the pizza. You know, out of body experience. Yeah. You know. Oh my God. Yeah. I've, I've had. Uh, I've had a few uh, moments uh, similar to that, but I don't care to revisit them now. Um, but uh, what, so you said there was a second one. Do you do you care to recount that? Yeah, the second one was less eventful. It was at a guy's, okay. a, a friend's house, and uh, we were just drinking beer, and uh, I had three, and that's enough for me. <laughs> wow, okay. But, uh, no, it was my 30th <clears throat> birthday was the most eventful uh, of my drunken life. Well, Bobber can yeah. attest that I can only drink three beers, and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> Really? I, I'm I'm kidding. I don't know. At our party, at our anniversary party, I think I probably had I don't, ten, twelve. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I was, and we got home, and I was like, "Let's have more." So, yes. Parties, you know, when once you're in party mode, but but I was eating the whole time, you know. So, so there was some good food at that damn party. So, Bobber, do you do you have a do you have a, a before we go to break? Do you have a, a a horrible drinking story you want to share? Wow, well, I mean, my my horrible drinking stories are mostly from you know my teenage years. Sure, I, I've you got know, those. Where yeah, I, for sure. Where I you know go to the dad's liquor cabinet and pour a little bit of everything into, oh. into a jar. Oh no, <laughs> no, I've done that too. <laughs> Oh my god! I had one where I did that at somebody else's house with their dad's liquor cabinet, and we put all the shit in a in a glass, and then put strawberry daiquiri mix on top of it. <laughs> oh no! And drank that, and I was eating Twizzlers too. <laughs> and and when I when I inevitably threw up, I had long hair, and I threw up in my hair, and so I had. It was just fucking red everything, and there were bits of tw- there were bits of Twizzler stuck in my hair the next day. It was disgusting. But please, yeah, I, had, I I put uh, cream de menthe, oof, in, in with whiskey and tequila. Ooh. And- oh, oh, because <laughs> that's how bartenders do it. <laughs> Rachel Maddow would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, there's another thing. A friend we're going over to another friend's, and we stopped at the convenience store and got a couple of bottles of Matus. And we each just kind of chugged a bottle of Matus on the way there. Yeah. <laughs> and at a certain point, you know, I was like, oh, this is coming back up. And yeah. so I run out, 
and I'm, I'm my head is over the the fence. You know, big. Yeah. He's got like a wooden fence. I'm standing on the bench. Uh huh. And I look over, and my friend is doing the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, a, a similar encounter with Mad Dog one time, and another time uh, Long Island Iced Tea. Uh, like a grocery store bottle of Long Island iced tea. Oh, terrible. Terrible. That's awful. No, I was just going to the football game, Mom and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Dad. Can, sorry to let you I down. Tie, tie, one quick one. I can tie these, yeah. these themes together. Do it. I was at a Halloween party that uh, our, our guitarist in the band was having, so... It was, you know, it was kind of a band party plus other people. And I figured, well, it's a band party. So I went as a beggar. That was my costume. And I got just really hammered. And it's like, I, I think I'm going to have to puke. And I went out back behind his house, which is kind of down a, down a hill. And uh, I was just feeling really dizzy. So I sat down. And next thing you know, it's like two hours later and I wake up. You know, and I've been laying in the mm-hmm. dirt. <laughs> I was like, where the hell have you been, man? Why you got dirt all over you? (laughs) Yeah, just look the part, man. (laughs) See, now I thought you were going to say you had a three-minute waterfall of puke coming out of your mouth. (laughs) No, I didn't didn't puke. All right, that's good. Well, I did queue up three-minute waterfall by the beggars uh, with with you on keyboards, uh, by the way. So, yeah. So, uh, anyway, good stuff. All right. All right. Well, we got our Mad Libs ready to go. Uh, I got three uh, coming up for everybody. And uh, we're going to we're gonna listen to a, a three-minute waterfall by the beggars. And I think I'm going to throw in a horror film trailer for everybody here, too, just to have a little bit of fun. Uh, dedicate I'll dedicate this horror film trailer to Michelle since she's, uh, again... I, She's the only person I know who's probably watched most of the horror films I've watched and will watch anything that's gory and crazy and awesome, and I appreciate that. So uh, here we go. Uh, break time. We'll be right back with the final segment of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. You're the fun, I know that you'll always be there. Just no irony, I know that you'll always be there. Anyway, you were out, I let you in.
four years ago, in this quiet forest, in this cozy cabin, something happened. Something so frightening. Something so deadly. Something so evil. We prayed it would never happen again. Now, from the creator of Evil Dead, comes Evil Dead 2. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Come on, Nick. I asked him to say, thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Scranton. And that's what we got. Nicholas Cage, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like... Oh, sorry. You know what I love about that drop is that just when you think it's done, it, it, there's, there's like a little encore. Ah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then another one. It just... Well, yeah. like, you know something? Like when you're throwing up and you, you get that last little... little Purge. Oh, last hurrah yeah <laughs> uh, you know and you know what uh bobber there's so much more to that scene i just couldn't find the full scene on on youtube to to get there but there's more to it 
Uh, so, uh, but wait, there's more. But no, uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, thank you, Bobber, for hanging out for all three hours. And um, uh, oh, Rain is is doing well. I know it's a tough time for a lot of people right now. Um, and like I said, I'm I'm happy to try and distract from all the the crazy uh, bullshit uh, that is making us so um, me personally filled with hate and rage you know i need a distraction from this and i hope uh everybody's enjoying it we're having we got a good good sized chat room out there too i appreciate it um uh but yeah so uh welcome back bobber welcome back joe scranton pennsylvania um i'm here yeah and uh looking for a pumpkin i once did um if i find it i'm gonna post it Oh, nice, nice. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, uh, it, 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 we'll I'll entertain at least one more call tonight. Um, uh, give us a call three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Call in and tell us about your sloppy drunk or uh, Halloween story, whatever you want to tell. Uh, I'll give a couple minutes to one more caller. Um, but uh, let's. Uh, Let's go ahead and commence with filling out the Mad Libs, and I'll, I'll add whoever calls uh, during uh, this, and then we'll, we'll take the call before we uh, read the Mad Libs, before I read the Mad Libs that have been completed. But thanks to our chat room for uh, getting them mostly filled out. So here we go. Mad Libs, folks. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. And uh, here we go. And yeah, and I appreciate you guys sharing the sloppy drunk stories because I've, I've had. There was one time I got so drunk uh, and I was with my good friends Matt and Melissa. I got blasted at a party and one of them drove. I don't remember who drove, but um, we walked out of the party and. I just kept trying to open the door on every car on the street, trying to get in it. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 Ken. No, 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 Ken. That's not our car. That's not it. Uh, and then there was, uh, and that was actually the same party that I fell asleep on a guitar case down in a basement where we were jamming. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, Bobber, another use for guitar cases, those uh, hard shell cases, you can sleep on them when you're wasted. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it wasn't. Hit <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> you wake up with a permanent crick in your neck. <laughs> yeah, or 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 a fender in your uh, on your entire side. So, <laughs> uh, an impression of fender. Uh, but yeah, so all right, here we go. Let's go with a uh, female conservative bobber. Oh, female. Let's go with Susan Collins. Okay. Uh, and Joe, I need a place. Xanadu. Nice. Mm, very nice. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John and Electric Light Orchestra. That's right. And Rush. Uh, oh, Rush, too. Yeah. Uh, Joe... Another con, oh, no, I'm sorry, Bobber. Another conservative, male or female, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, let's go with Kavanaugh. Oh, because seriously, he is. 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, he's totally nonpartisan. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop. Uh, oh, hey, hey, look at that. Look at that. Uh, and Joe, I need another conservative. Uh, Betsy DeVos. Okay. And uh, looks like. Uh, we're going to take a break on this uh, because Kenny Pick Sr. has called into the show. So we're going to resume our Mad Libs here shortly. Dad, uh, what's up, man? Hi, not much. Hi, son. Hi, Bobber. Hi, Joe. Hello. So what What do you, ha- what do you, what do you have for us? Uh, Halloween story, sloppy drunk story? Um, How about what you- sloppy drunk? Okay. Uh, in a motel room in Akron uh, the night I got shot in the leg with a ricochet. Oh, shit. That's oh. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Ouch. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Detail that story for the whole, folks. Oh, God. I drank a whole pint of uh, vodka that night. What is wow. this like? This was like, what, 15 years ago? Uh, something like that. You drank a I was whole- at a, a UAW convention in Akron, mm-hmm. and a bunch of guys were there, <clears throat> and they were all gathered in my room. There was uh, uh, five of us, and mm-hmm. they were arguing politics inside the plant, politics, oh. Oh, about no. who was oh. going to be committee man and this and that, and I was just talking to my buddy. I was sitting against a, a, a wall, and he was on the other side of me. And uh, two of the guys were sitting on the bed, and the other guy was sitting at a desk. And all I heard was, that isn't even real. And then I couldn't hear nothing for the loud noise. One guy pulled out a gun. He's my best friend, too. Shot it in the air. It hit the ceiling, came down, and got me in the leg. That's right. It didn't, from what I recall, it didn't penetrate the skin on your leg though did it it just left you with a, a nasty ass bruise no i broke the skin oh it did but it didn't yeah, it, it, it didn't bit, it, it didn't embed in your leg though right no 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 okay thank goodness you but gotta yeah, be, yeah yeah i think the drunkest that i ever was was that night so uh, they well, want to take me to hospital they wanted to take me to a hospital. I said, what are you going to do? Tell them I was hit by a drive-by on the fifth floor? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, seriously. Uh, yeah, because your, your buddy would have gone to jail for that. Right? Well, hi, yeah. Just, just just for, yeah. Straight up. Uh, and and yeah. so, but the bullet, what you probably it probably hit an I-beam or something, right? <laughs> uh, the, those... That place was all cement, cement ceiling, oh, cement okay. walls. Okay. Yeah. So it just it made one heck of a hole in the ceiling. Um, mm. I sent somebody out to get toothpaste, and we filled in the hole with toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's. Oh, I was on my hands and knees picking up plaster and stuff. Oh yeah. Well, I gotta say, it's it's stuff. it's probably that's not sloppy drunk. That's probably like, thankfully you were that drunk because you didn't feel any th- feel feel it as bad as you no, would have no, when you no, were that, sober. I got sloppy drunk afterwards. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. I was stone sober, 
until then. Oh, I get it. I get it now. Okay. All right. So I see you said you drank a whole pint of vodka. I thought you were saying you drank it before you got shot. Okay. Drinking it after you got shot. I get it now. Yeah. So, uh, but that's, that's what, you know, that's exactly what Nicolas Cage was drinking, uh, in that clip I played earlier. (laughs) (laughs) So I won't play the whole thing. So I'm assuming you, (laughs) did you make noises like that after you got shot? No, I was like too astounded. And I just yelled at my, or told my buddy across from me, Mike, look at this. And there's the slug laying in the floor in between my legs, oh, and a little shit. hole in my jeans. <laughs> did you did you swear? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. Uh, <laughs> you didn't you didn't say it like that, right? You didn't say like Mike, look at this. No, no, <laughs> I didn't think so. At least it was a 32 caliber, so at least it wasn't anything bigger. You know. Well, yeah, definitely. Holy shit. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, don't. It, important safety tip don't fire guns inside a hotel room. Yeah, you'll yeah. get a ricochet. You know, and the funny part is we had the door propped open, too, in case somebody wanted to come in and out or anything. Nobody heard it. I, I couldn't believe that. Wow. What, what caliber was the gun? It was a thirty-two. Okay, so if it had been anything greater, it would have been stuck in your leg. Oh, well, it still was pretty loud. Yeah, if it, it, yeah, or the angle would have been a little different. Yeah, I mean, if it would have been a forty-four yeah. or something like that, I probably would have went through the ceiling. Oh well, that's true. Killed yeah, so actually, stairs. yeah, might have been. Yeah, well, that could have even been worse. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, Dad. Oh, well. <laughs> I forgot about this, but as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, shot in the leg. So, do you have a do you have a yeah. scar from do you have a scar from it or no? No, not really. Okay. Well, that's good. I can see it, but it's it's just, you know, it's not that that big. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now, okay, so after you you brought us all down to earth with this kind of story, um, uh, is there do you do you have a favorite Halloween costume uh, from when you were a kid? No, nah, because I never went Halloween trick or treating because you know where where I grew up at there was three houses. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. Is there? Isn't there an old picture of you out there somewhere uh, that uh, Grandma and Grandpa took of you in, like, a cowboy outfit or something? Uh, that's when I was was little, little. There's one of me yeah. wearing cowboy boots and smoking a cigar. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I started smoking when I was uh, four. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well... And yeah, it's it's it. There's kind of a reason for that almost too, because your uh, your grandmother, my grand great grandmother, um, uh, ran a, a couple, a few different taverns, and all the yeah, patrons. Well, uh, wasn't it that all the patrons our, our thought names, it was thought it was cute to give you yeah. stuff to smoke and drink? Yeah, yeah. Our namesake Kenneth Ray Glogley, he owned a bar. 
and uh, we lived in a little house beside the bar when I was born. And when I was old enough to walk, I'd go into the bar and everybody, ah, look at a cute little kid. Here, have some beer. Why? Here, have a cigar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I started early. So, well, you know, hey, and, and you know what? You're still a hell of a guy, so. <laughs> um, I guess my the, the other sloppy drunk story would have been when I was about four years old. I got too drunk to watch Howdy Doody, so I laid on the bar in the tavern to watch it on the TV. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Howdy Doody. Oh. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, be getting drunk watching Clarabelle. I don't know. That uh, and and the, I never saw the peanut gallery drunk. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to be to be in the peanut gallery, let me tell you. Yeah. Do you remember so. those kids, Ken Sr.? Those kids looked weird. Yeah. yeah. yeah sure do. Yeah. I think they should have drank. Yeah, you can find them on YouTube. Every once in a while, I'll go back and check yeah. out some of those shows and look on YouTube and find them. Yeah, didn't that guy become uh, Mr. Uh, Captain Kangaroo, Clarabelle? I think, he, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think no, uh, I, I think know. he might have been one, uh, the the first Clarabelle, uh, Bob hmm? Bob Ketchum, I think. And, uh, uh, something like that. Yeah, it was, it, it, you're, you, I don't remember. You're, you're in the ballpark there, Joe. I know what you're talking about, so... I'm, Bob, in the, I'm in the was, peanut gallery. I'm in the peanut gallery. <laughs> Bob Ketchum was, was uh, Captain Kangaroo. Bob yeah. Ketchum. Yeah. And he was also a Clarabelle if I... Oh, I'm in Wikipedia already. There you go. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get to the bottom of this mystery. But, Dad, I, I'm going to have to let you go because we got to we got to finish the Mad Lives. Oh, okay. thanks, thanks for being the last caller and telling us about the All inappropriate right. child rearing that went on uh, back in the day. <laughs> and, your, right. and your bullet wound. So, good night. All right. Well, I love you, Dad. Talk to you soon. Bye. I love you. Bye bye. So, uh, wow. That if you want to go out with a final call, Kenny Pick Senior is the one to go out with. (laughs) Might say we got that. That went out with a bang. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) So. Holy crap. Well, it was a shot in the dark, anyway. Oh, see? Well, <laughs> All right. well, oh, I haven't given a rim shot tonight. So. Way, right, Bob Keishan was the original. Clara. So, uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, exactly. I thought so. So there we go. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We got to finish up. We got to wrap up these Mad Libs real quick. So uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, get back to this. I forget who was next. Uh, so, uh, Bobber, I need a place. A place. Yeah. Ground ground zero. <laughs> uh, it's dark. It's dark. Uh, Joe, I need an occupation. <laughs> My favorite, a moil. <laughs> moil. <laughs> moil. <Okay>. Wow. <laughs> yes. It's a little okay. off the tip. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, the money's not good, but the tips are good. Oh, crap. <laughs> All right, (laughs) Bobber, I need a number. 69. Yeah, all right. Uh, Joe, another number. Four. And uh, Bobber, a a male conservative. 
male conservative. Um. Hmm. Santorum. <laughs> I'm sorry. I read the con the 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 uh, context of that, and it was very funny. So, all right, here we go, everybody. We got two Mad Libs. I, I'm sorry, we're running long on time. Uh, I have a, another one that I'll finish filling out next Tuesday. Um, but I have two right here. These come to us from Happily Ever After Mad Libs. Uh, these are uh, fairy tale Mad Libs. So, this is uh, Snow White at the Seven Dwarves Cottage. Here we go. My name is Snow White. And I am hiding from my awful stepmother, Susan Collins, at the Seven Dwarves Cottage. <laughs> at the Seven Dwarves Cottage in Xanadu. <laughs> it's a blood-soaked little place with a roof made of vomit. <laughs> That's Xanadu, yep. Since the dwarves are letting me stay here, I helped out by dusting the harpies, cooking the felonious dinners, and washing their silver shamrocks. Silver shamrock. Halloween <laughs> 3, everybody. Uh, the dwarves oh, and I, I have... <laughs> the dwarves and I have become really close trash cans and enjoy uh, one another's Seder very much. Uh, <laughs> their names are Sleepy... Happy, Kavanaugh, Betsy DeVos, <laughs> and Shadowy, and Doc. Uh, oh. The dwarves and I share many worried interests. Uh, especially, we especially like to sing, Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to ground zero we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh. dark. Oh, sorry, I have to run now. There's a sweet old moil at the door selling apples. <laughs> you sure that's what he's selling? <laughs> there we go. I bet you they don't have tips. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just the he's, tip. He's selling skinned apples is what he's selling. Oh, wow. That is him. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that's rough. Oh, boy. Okay, so here we go. Dome, that Xanadu sounded like a Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Bob's riding the A-train out tonight. Um, and since you guys... I can't believe the title of the next one. Rapunzel's Hair Tips. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. the the other one we have is Rapunzel's hair tips. So apparently there's no moil involved in this either. Uh, <laughs> Good. Hi, my dears. Rapunzel here. As you may know, I'm famous for my long and creepy hair. How do I maintain it? Here are some tips that will help you get a beautiful wasp just like mine. One, use shampoo made from all natural zombies in grave molds. Two, be sure to groom your hair with a fine-toothed spider for 69 hours a day. Nice. <laughs> Eat plenty of fresh black cats. Wow. The, nat the natural oils will give your hair a funky sheen and a shaggoth body. 
All right. And number four is wash your slug more than four times a day. Otherwise, it will get dry and you may look like you stuck your blood in a light socket. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And lastly, follow these earthy tips and Prince Santorum will be able to climb up your hair and rescue you if you should happen to be imprisoned in a buttery tower. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's always nice when the Santorum climbs up your hair. <laughs> yeah, you mean Prince Santorum? Prince Santorum. Fucking hey. That's yeah, funny shit. All right, all right. Let's wrap this up. Uh, great show tonight. Thank you for all the calls tonight. Uh, that was wonderful uh, to do open phones all night and just talk about crazy crap. You know, uh, choosing beggars, uh, Halloween sloppy drunkenness and we're willing to fess up to it unlike a certain asshole mm-hmm. you know and you know what as sloppy drunk as all of us got that we admitted to here on the show guess what we didn't do yeah didn't rape anyone yeah so uh or attempted rape anybody so anyway um uh, let's go ahead and uh wrap things up uh and again bobber thank you for uh being on for all three hours and give rain a big hug uh for everybody um but uh what do you got on the way out oh boy um i i you know this always comes and i should be better prepared um i guess i don't really have anything i'm, I'm glad you know to be able to uh, fill in for rain because i know she's She's having a hard time with this, and you know the, um, the it's kind of triggering the whole thing. You know, somebody getting away with uh, what he got away with, and ended up, you know, in the Supreme Court. Or I mean, it's pretty much all but done at this point. Yeah. Um, so I'm just glad to be here to to kind of help her and help listeners. You know, have a little fun. Yeah. And, uh, and rain assured us all she'll be back on Tuesday. So, um, because this is, you know, this is rough stuff. I can't even imagine what, what, uh, rain and others are going through right now with this kind of, uh, nightmare. It's just, it's just a nightmare. And I think we get, did a, a fairly decent job, um, staying off topic, <laughs> Um, you know, so, uh, you know, I don't know it. We just need, we need stuff to take us out of this. Like I said, shit show nightmare that I wish, excuse me, uh, that I wish I could erase from history, but I do not have that power. Uh, and Joe, uh, what do you have on the way out, sir? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a tough week for everybody. And, I'm angry. I can't imagine with all those people, all those women out there who have been victims, who have either come for, had the courage to come forward or were afraid to because of what they saw happen to Dr. Ford. But all I can say is that as a man, I vowed to shut up, get out of the way, and yeah. let them have their voice. That's all I can say. Agreed. And that's the best we can do. Yeah. And and I mean it you you said something earlier uh in our production chat is that you said I'm ashamed and I agree. 
Yes, I, I said. I, 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 said I am that, ashamed. You know, my, my heart went out to rain, and all the women who had the courage to confront their attacker, as well as the ones who just could not, knowing that the ordeal they would face was just what Dr. Ford did. And I am ashamed. I'm ashamed for men my age. You know, I'm 69. These people, these these old men on this this committee are totally out of. They're they're criminals. Okay, they're just fucking criminals. Mm-hmm. And they should be swept out of office. I'm ashamed for my country. I'm ashamed for my gender. Yeah. And. It's just a terrible day, a terrible week f- for justice in this country. And that's all I'll say. All right. Uh, I agree with all of what both of you just said right now. Um, you know, it is a shameful moment. Um, and, uh, it, and it makes me think it just it just disgusts me to think of how much progress we made in eight years with President Obama. The worst thing he did. Um, it is is better than the greatest thing Trump has done, which he's done nothing great. He's not making America great. He's making America fucking backwards. You know, progressive doesn't mean libtard. Progressive means moving forward. And um, Trump is moving us backwards in, in you know, and even more disturbing and in disgusting way that you know i mean i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say i'm surprised or shocked or anything like that as to where we've gotten in trump's america i'm just gonna say that i've kind of been in denial it could get as ugly as it as it's gotten but it really has gotten as ugly maybe a little uglier than i thought it could be and it just makes me sick to think that, you know, uh, it, it, again, with all the progress that was made in the eight years before Trump, uh, that, you know, we're, we're fucking backpedaling as a nation to a much darker, uglier, disgusting time in this country. And uh, Kavanaugh is definitely a... Um, He's he he's part of the you know uh, uh, um, part of the disease, and it's it's horrible. So anyway, I'm not going to dwell on that uh, anymore. Um, but yeah, great show tonight. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Joe. Uh, thank you for all the callers. That was really great. It was really great to talk to everybody tonight, and uh, we're going to keep having fun going into October. Uh, we'll, we'll step it up and we'll be serious where we need to be. Um, but, uh, we're going to need to decompress here and there because this isn't good for anybody's health to, um, you know, cause tonight, seriously, Joe and I, we would have fucking just blown up the network. <laughs> you know, somebody else would have had to step in, you know, a presidential alert would have been sent out about indie media weekly. And uh, the whole station would have been shut down. (laughs) (laughs) And the Uh, FBI would be at my door right now. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. So uh, I I would have been uh, uh, renditioned 
<laughs> enhance interrogation everybody uh but yeah so anyway uh, again bobber joe great show we're gonna wrap things up right now check out mike check radio tomorrow night and stay tuned for lots of programming halloween programming updates we should be starting the halloween music in about a week i don't want to do overkill so probably this time next friday we'll uh do halloween music actually maybe tonight i'll just do some uh halloween programming uh for the night show just for fun uh but i'm, I'm gonna be pretty unattentive with the night show because we're moving some furniture out to the garage not furniture but like storage container type things anyway i'm just talking to hear myself talk at this point have a good night have a great weekend see everybody in the funny papers that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed i'm finished goodbye we now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff we wish you a pleasant good night thank you good night lawrence (laughs) that's it What the hell?